Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. I want you to come to my van dealership. Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Why did I open my mouth? Because that's what Fox will do is they'll say nine hours of programming to skip Bayless every day. I hate everybody. Everybody's stupid. Don't call me stupid or my wife will cry. I'm Skip Bayless. I don't know when Chris Berman got here. Now I want to see that workout video. I'm making Skip Bayless' wife cry. Today we're going to work on the traps. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bears. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! He's Shavakadoo! You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? This is Man and Bone. (laughs) Happy Monday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We have the... Segment that's not a segment. Yikes. Yikes. Delay. Delay. That is coming up at 534. Hi. That was a a fun little week for me. I didn't do anything. How's your Friday? Uh, Yeah, it's sicky. I heard you got a sore throat. Yeah, I always get the sore throats, man. The rest of my body felt fine. But Mm. I got the the post-nasal drip and the sore throat. So what you're saying is your body was willing, but your throat was weak. Yes. And sore and sick mm-hmm. and everything. But every time somebody gets sick, and I'm, I'm waiting for her to do it when the kid gets sick, too. Hmm. My wife thinks every illness can be cured by edel, elderberry, edelberry, edelberry? Elderberry. I think Which it's one elderberry. Is it? I think it's elderberry. It's, all right. It's one of the two elderberries. Larry yeah. Elderberry. Linda Elder and Linda Elderby is just also there. That syrup and whiskey. Everything. Really? Yes. Got the sniffles. Whiskey and elderberry syrup. I got cancer. I, whiskey, whiskey and elderberry syrup. I got to tell you. Now, my mom's remedy for a sore throat used to involve <laughs> gargling salt water, which was like shock treatment, I guess, for your throat. It would like completely destroy your throat. And then eventually, I guess your throat would be like, ah, well, we're, we got to rebuild the whole thing. And then it builds back quicker. I don't know was the idea. No, but it feels like stupid. outside of drinking salt water, the next worst thing you could drink when you have a sore throat is whiskey. No, no, it, it kills the germs. And burns like hell to her. all the way the down germs. your burning throat. That seems awful. Doesn't matter what you have. Gout? <laughs> this will take care of it. Well, that explains my drinking problem because I just take her advice. Well, the thing is, you can't prove her wrong because there's no way of knowing. There's no clinical trial. Sure. We're not doing a double blind here. Because every single illness is different with a different person. What I get maybe isn't the same symptoms that she would get if she got the same Mm. germs. But she'll say, well, I didn't get a sore throat and that's because I drank whiskey. And it's like, okay, you're also not susceptible to sore throats. You rarely get them. Mm. That is my weakness. The throat has always been my weakness. Yeah. That's when I get like the head cold congestion thing. It used to be I would get like 
earaches and sore throats when I was a little kid, and they said my tonsils were bad. They took all that out. And it still was not great when I was in high school, but it kind of got a lot better. Then as an adult, what it's turned into is my sinuses and my ears still. But my sinuses feel like I got hit in the face with a shovel, like just right across my nose. That whole area under my eyes, above my mouth, that goes into like I was in a 12-round knockout. It just feels swollen and puffy and it hurts and I'm sore and I have a headache. But I, I never, I don't get sore throats hardly at all anymore. I get that instead, and I don't know why that is. Because everybody's different. Yeah, it just works. Your body's Everybody different. Everybody right. is different. I'm telling you, my wife is not this way now. But I can see in 10, 15 years, she will be that person that puts crystals on her nipples. I can see it. Why? Why do they go there? I can't. Well, you know, just be that's like, the gateway is the nipples. <laughs> Where are you going to put them? <laughs> they are. Yes, it's like a little gateway I didn't to Narnia. Know that. I was not aware of the gateway being there. Yeah, I mean, you it's got porous. Other... <laughs> yeah, thank it's like you. A sponge, it you, soaks it up. You got... I don't think soaks you know how anatomy rays. works. I, think I we... do. It soaks up the cosmic radiation that's in the crystals. I think Kristen needs to go back to medical school, and you need to go back to anatomy school because I don't think either of those things are true. No, I'm telling you, you nipples are porous. Can't the crystals though? Do they need an orifice to go in? Can't the powers of the crystal be cosmic? No, and kind of. Come on, Bone. No, let's get I thought it radiated here. power, like a microwave. Well, it's a it's a crystals. good thing we're starting a new weekly segment with Spencer Pratt, and then he'll tell us all about this. Remember, he was hawking the crystals. How's, I know. How's he doing? Have we heard I, anything? I, I, about I don't how... think well. Oh, well, because he was on the what was the show? Was it the Hills? I thought that's where we got. Well, who is the girl with him? Spencer and Heidi. Heidi. Heidi Watney. No, it wasn't no. Heidi Watney. Was, I don't know her last name. It, it was, was Spencer. Heidi from the children's movie Heidi. Fine. No? Spencer and Heidi. And it was sort of a dysfunctional relationship. Go figure. Mm. Two people met on a reality show. And it didn't work out. Had a relationship in real life. Didn't work out. They were sort of difficult to work with. No one wanted to hire them. So they started selling crystals that had healing powers. Maybe. Did you buy one? Maybe they no. did. Maybe they did. And their endorser was dead actor Powers Booth. <laughs> Who's Powers Booth? I, you I know, know Powers, the name. I don't you, know the face. If you Google him, I gotta, you'll, you'll know Powers up, Booth. I'm going to look up Powers Booth. He's the type of guy who... Safe, safe for work. I'm just going to add that in because I don't know He plays like the, come up. the evil politician oh, yeah. in every show that he's in. Yes. He was also in... Um, oh, gosh. What the heck? He was in, uh, is, that to, is that Tombstone? Tombstone. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Heck? He led the Cowboys, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I turned into old Roy Williams what there for the a second. Frick? We're freaking tired of what the heck is happening out there. Yeah. I got real agitated. By Speaking, the way, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, Brandon just tweeted us and said, still use salt water, and that still works for me. Just saying, hashtag let me live. Well, that, that's fine. That's but- good for you. I'm saying I can't imagine having a sore throat and then saying, give me salt water to gargle. If you, hey, here's how. Here's why people do it, because the salt dries up the mucus, well, all right? I'm sure it does. That's fine, but it's all... And if your nose just stopped dripping, that would be great. So should we snort salt when we have, but like, a runny nose? Five minutes later, that crap is going to collect back in your throat. So, yes, I guess if you're gargling with salt water every five minutes, that can be effective. But you can also gargle with mouthwash and mm. have the same result. Sure. I'll take your word for I avoid anything that hurts. When I have a sore throat. That's what I avoid. That's why I didn't come in and do the show. I know. I, I get it. You got to protect the voice, man. You got to protect the throat. Maybe you if you were here, I would have come in. What do you mean if I was here? I'm just saying. I was on vacation. I know. 
You I'm texted me like, hey, I'm feeling sick today. I was like, well, sucks to be you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I it like, why don't you come in? I just wanted to keep you in the loop. That's all. Yeah. I, I, I got a work-life balance that I maintain. It's not much, but it's there. Uh, we got the national championship game tonight, Boner. Kansas and North Carolina for the title. I was thinking about this. Mm. Is college basketball the only sports thing where people are more interested in the process than the end result? Because I feel like more people are into the first two weekends of the tournament than they are the actual championship game tonight. That's that's a really good point. Um, I obviously don't think that most people get up for, let's say, the Major League Baseball divisional rounds as much as they do the World Series. Right. Right? Unless your team is in it. Well, of yeah, course. yeah, yeah, right. Or any of the other playoffs that we have, you know, NBA, NHL. Like, the finals are going to be the thing most people, if you're a casual fan who doesn't watch a lot of that sport, but the finals are on, you're going to watch the finals of hockey, basketball. Super Bowl obviously gets more right. viewers than the playoffs. Maybe, and Ted, you could you could answer this better than I could, like, the Masters, Day one, day two. I know Masters Sunday, it's coming down to the wire, but there are years, right, where someone is like seven shots ahead, and as long as they don't trip over their rake all the way in, they'll be fine. Is there is there any of that? Maybe Monday, Tuesday, or uh, I guess Thursday, there's a Friday? Poss- possibility if you had somebody get out to a big lead. That doesn't happen very often, right, okay. though. So usually yeah. uh, Sunday is uh, on the back nine is when, when you want to be watching. Yeah, because I don't think any... You're right. The, the bracket thing makes everything else pretty much moot not that we didn't i i enjoyed the hell out of the final four i thought there was two really good basketball games especially duke north carolina no but yes but we already heard and it's not wrong that regular season is monotonous and there's so much and what do these postseason conference tournaments really do there's so many of these games there's no sense of urgency and then tonight it's oh yeah these two teams are playing somebody's gonna win it'll be cool maybe i'll flip it on but i don't feel that first day of the tournament sort of feeling from oh, people. Oh, yeah. First day of the tournament is is so much different because you the games that go according to plan, you don't have to even check in on. Right. You know, you don't even bother with, but it's the ones where it's like, uh-oh, three seed looking like it's getting upset. Let's go flip it on. And then we watch that. We all make fun of that team. That's why, look, that's why the the Final Four game with Duke, North Carolina, to me, was one of the most fun sporting events I've ever watched. Full disclosure, not a Duke fan, also not a Carolina fan, could care less about either of those schools. But all the stuff with Krzyzewski this whole season, hearing about him and talking about how he's done and this is his final year and everybody's got to come kiss the me? ring. Yeah. I'm not going to shake your hand. He's Well, he shakes hands. Everybody on his staff and all of his team doesn't. But yeah, I, I thought that game Saturday was phenomenal because you got to watch a couple of really good teams go down the wire, just trading buckets, and you knew it was on the line. It's Coach K's possibly final game, and the team that could knock him out to go to a national championship game is their hated rivals, who just beat him at his last home game. They ruined everything this man wanted in his final couple months on the job. Kudos to North Carolina. They, I, I'm sure they want this national championship tonight, but they already got something more precious than any banner they will roll up there, and that is ending Coach K's career not once but twice in a way he did not want. I'd like to see the ratings for tonight and then the ratings for that game, the Duke-North Carolina game. Sure. I'm yeah. sure tonight will be bigger, but I wonder how much more. 
it'll be bigger. I don't know, man. I don't know. It might be one of those things where the AFC Championship game or the NFC Championship game were the better football games, but the Super Bowl, by and large, yeah, but gets to your the point, rating. Though, that game had it all. It was. it was. It was a good game, and it was a terrific story. Yeah, it was played, but it was played well. There were there were big swings back and forth. You know, Duke got up, North Carolina came back, they got up, and then it was trading buckets up by three, down by two. They just it was it was great. And the whole time they keep cutting back to Coach K, like, is this it? Is yeah. this the band's last game? We don't know. That drama was excellent. There might just be people who go, Oh, it's the last one. I'll watch tonight. Without no like without paying attention to the fact that Duke North Carolina is a great rivalry. Fad Mata got himself a new job. We'll talk about it next. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on I-70 eastbound at US-33. It is blocking the two right lanes in this area. Traffic is bumper to bumper from Livingston Avenue. Please be very careful. Police remain on scene. About a 15-minute slowdown is expected. This traffic report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Invisible Fence brand is changing the way people live with their pets. Experienced professionals provide pets independence to play outside while providing you confidence they're secure. Visit InvisibleFence.com to learn more. Invisible Fence brand surround your pets with care. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. The best way to kill time between Leanna Ray's traffic reports. You're listening to Man and Bone. Happy Monday. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. So Thad Mata. As a new old job, he's the head coach of Butler once again. He was only there for one season. For some reason, I thought it was longer than that previously. Yeah, he was there for a year and then Xavier, what? Yes. Three years? Yeah. So Buckeyes for like a while. (laughs) For like a while. For a while. Yes. Um, I've been reading a lot of social media stupidity about this because we live in a society, breaking news, where it's all or nothing. You know, you either have to be all in on something or you're all against something. You can't see the merits of something else, even though you may not necessarily agree. We can never have that. We have to either like something or hate something. And I saw some people over the weekend saying, I wish Thad Mata was still here. Maybe he'd win a tournament game. Chris Holtman. Why can't both of these things be true? Why can't we look at Thad Mata's tenure at Ohio State and say it was very successful. He elevated this program to a level that it hadn't been for a long time or has never been, depending on how you look at it. But towards the end of that tenure, it was less successful, and it was time for him to go. So now he's been out for five years, got his batteries recharged, and he's taking a job that is literally across the street from his house. Good for him. Hope he has success. But why can't we look at Thad Mata and say, did some good things, Wore out his welcome here, had to go away, I get it. And also say, Chris Holtman is having a problem winning tournament games. Why does it have to be, Chris Holtman's having a problem winning tournament games, and we never should have fired Thad? Yeah, I don't get that. I think that's short-sighted. I think people, I mean, it has been five years since that all happened. Maybe some people forget how at the end, it was just 
it was not a lot of success towards the end of Thad's run here. And if we're going to have the standard that Chris Holtman should be on the hot seat because he's not getting the job done, that's fine. And right, I'm but what does that have to do with Thad? Well, no, my point is then you can't look back and say, but we should have kept Thad. Right. How, how could you have the same standard apply to both if you would say, no, we should have let Thad continue to coach as much as... Again, I don't know why I feel like I have to say this all the time because I like Thad Mata a lot. As a human, he seems like a great dude. He seems like of the people who coach basketball, he seems fairly I mean, I normal. Like Chris Holman is a human. What does right. that have to do with anything? But all this is about performance and getting the job done. Right. These guys aren't the nice guy business. They're in the business of winning basketball games. And I think they would both tell you that too, right? But no, ultimately, if you're going to say, well, Chris Holman needs, we need to look at his job performance. Well, right. If that standard is not good, I know if you're looking at the beginning of their careers, right? Thad Mata had a lot more success early in his time here at Ohio State than Chris Holtman has, comparatively, right? I mean, yes. the amount of Final Fours he got to, that type of thing, that's all well and good. But Just that not- you said the amount of Final Fours. Yeah, the Final Fours. All right. right. <laughs> I'd like to get back there. <laughs> sure. I am also willing to understand that my issues with what Chris Holtman is doing with the program are not necessarily that... He can't ever win in the tournament because obviously they've won some games in the tournament. It's that we're not winning them at enough of a clip. But it's, it's more the fact that I see a wildly inconsistent performance from this team. You know what I mean? If this team was year after year after year, one of the top three teams in the Big Ten and then got to the tournament and every year like stepped on a rake or just caught a hot team that was hitting ridiculous number of threes. I could almost understand that and say, well, that's how NCAA tournament basketball works. It's a little weird. It's the fact that the team is so up and down throughout the year. There's no real gauge where you can say, yes, this is what these basketball teams have been under Chris Holtman's tenure. They've been a bit inconsistent. They have some extreme highs, some very good talent. And then there's times where we look at it and go, man, this is not getting the job done. So I am, I'm willing to understand that tournaments alone are not how you judge someone. I've got to see a more consistent performance, and I'm hoping that Chris Holman will get that. I'm curious to see if this works out for Thad. You know, he's been away for a while, and the rub on Thad previously was that he didn't do what was necessary towards the end of his tenure to secure the type of recruits that he should have been securing. Now, there are reasons why, I'm sure he would tell you, that he didn't want to play those games. Yeah. That he didn't want to break the rules, and I'm not saying he should have. No, I appreciate that he but didn't, but look who's look who's coaching tonight. Bill Self. Congratulations. <laughs> right. Well, what do you think? Bill Self is a choir boy? We know he's not. Well, and obviously this is not the the current regime of coaches, but if you look at the other team that's going to be in this game, that's a team that said for our athletic program, we're fine with having a complete fake department in the educational system. You're right. You're right. Facilitate having better athletes and players and things like that. I that that is you are correct that not playing by the rules doesn't seem to have the consequences we thought it did. But I appreciate that saying I'm not going to get down in the mud and do that. Right, but I, I wonder if the time away has only strengthened that resolve, and he's con- going to continue to be like that, or if he's just going to say, "Well, whatever, life's too short." Well, not I'm even. Do it. But not even that. What is the mud you can? What? Where's the illegal behavior you can do now? Right. I mean, the illegal behavior that that a lot of these guys got popped for is now not illegal to have someone say, we're going to pay these guys to come play here. 
that's literally what name, image, yes, and likeness is. You're right. Is. Trust I mean, me. They can still get in the mud. They can still talk to guys when they're not supposed to talk well, to guys. Right. There, Fair there, enough. there are still recruiting rules you have to abide by. I'm just saying 95% of the things that were a problem before with college basketball have basically been legalized. And whether you think that's right or wrong is a different discussion. But yeah, I, I think we, we know that Thad's health also played a part in this. And I do think what's interesting to me, as I said, I like that as a person, but I always have to keep in mind. Like the normal college basketball coach or the normal college football coach is still kind of a crazy person to a regular group of people, right? That mod is sitting out after five years, you know, getting the guy has millions in the bank. He's got to watch his kids, you know, go to college, be there for that. His daughters, I think one of his daughters or is one of them, at least if not more is still at Butler. Butler. Yeah. So all of that, he's gotten to enjoy that part of life again. He lives across the street. From the school. He can be a part of the community all he wants and go to the school and help out at the school. Instead, he said, no, I'm going to jump back into high-level college basketball coaching, which means recruiting and always being available and, and, you know, putting out fires. And now you have to make sure people don't transfer out on you. You have to try to help them find name, image, and likeness deals. You got to do all this stuff. That's a lot to take on. He obviously is ready to do it, and I think he'll be pretty good at it. The other narrative thing that's going to happen this year, you know is if after a couple of years, Butler's rolling and doing good things and good tournament team, like a four, five, six seed, that type of thing, and Ohio State's struggling to make the tournament. People are going to draw those comparisons between the two guys who have not no, I, exactly, I, but essentially switched, all right. switched do- jobs I, now. I just I don't know why we can't look at Chris Holtman's job performance and say it's either working or it's not working without talking about that. Well, just because we're humans and people are going to go, hey, that has your old job, you have his old job, and All who's right. doing which one better? That's just a thing people are going to do because it's easy. It's a noticeable thing. I, but I wonder, though, because, you know, people, oh, Butler, hey, Thad's going home again, and that's great. Butler still expects to win 23 basketball games every single year. Oh, yeah. And so Thad has to produce. You can say, well, he's going to take it easy now. This isn't Butler's not the oh, retirement home for college basketball. I don't think that at all. I think the opposite. I'm saying it it shows me again just how much winning means to these guys and how to be any level of basketball coach or football coach at, you know, big time schools, you have to be a little weird, a little crazy. Because if I'm in that modest shoes, I'm never going to coach again. Well, the gig that he had with Indiana was the perfect, perfect. gig for him. Yeah. He gets a title, right? He's still involved with college basketball. He can travel as much as he sees fit, but it's not a high-pressure situation. If Indiana's not winning basketball games, nobody's looking at Thad Mata asking why. No. Eventually, if like a new coach came in and he was doing great things, he might say, hey, what, what does Thad bring to the table? Do we need that around? Like That might happen someday, but you're right. He could have done that for a long time. I'm saying it's impressive slash I'm, I'm kind of surprised that he would want to take this job, but it seems like it's one of the few jobs out there that he would have really wanted because it's in the city where he lives. It's at a place he is familiar with. I don't think he ever had any intentions of leaving Indiana, right? After all this fell apart at Ohio State, I think he went back to Indiana and said, this is where I want to be the rest of my life. If I get to coach here someday at Butler, cool. If not, no big deal. I'll sit out. Butler came open. He got the job. We have some news about Ohio State's football season tickets. Easy for me to say. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident on I-70 eastbound between US-33 and James Road. This accident blocks the two right lanes. The two left lanes have reopened, but emergency crews remain on scene. Plan on some heavy backups and please use extra caution here. This traffic report is sponsored by News Nation. If you're looking for real news, News Nation is new and different. News Nation doesn't take sides or lean into political agendas. Here you get all sides. If you're looking for news without the noise, come back to the news with News Nation. News for all America. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hey. Hey. I got some stuff to give away. Oh, nice. I have to find it here. Oh. Sorry, I was distracting you oh, during here the break. It is. Pick a pick a number. Uh, let's go with twelve. Call a number twelve right now. 614-821-9710. Gets a fifty dollar gift card to Gioninos. Is that right? Gioninos sounds good to me. Gioninos. I've never had Gioninos. I'm sure it's delicious. Pizzeria. Check out their new brand new location in Westerville Plaza. Why don't you bring some of that pizza down here? Gianinos. We got to find out. Well, I bet if we had some in our mouth, we'd know how to say it. That probably would happen. Gianinos, it's so good. I've never had it, but I hope to soon. <laughs> Thank you. That's their new slogan. Is that their jingle? Hey, that's for free. I guess it has Gianinos, to be. Yeah. You didn't pay me for that. That's a freebie. <laughs> they were like, we weren't. We wouldn't pay for that. Actually, that was not good. Gianinos, it's so good. I haven't had it, but I hope too soon. People are going to be singing that in the car on the way home. I got to say, it doesn't quite uh, slap, as the kids say. It does not slap to me. Oh, it slaps me. It's a banger. It's a real banger. Saw this in the the paper today, the dispatch. Today, yesterday. When was this story, Teddy? When did you pull this? I don't know, but you said you found it in the paper, which made me think, how did that happen? It was one of those days. Well, I'm trying to relate to the common people. Oh. You opened up your paper. In reality, took your delivery of Teddy, milk. Teddy printed up this story and gave it to me. Yeah, that's right. All right, that's what happened. Uh, season ticket sales for Ohio State football games have returned to pre-pandemic levels, according to figures provided to the Dispatch on Friday. Hey, maybe it was Friday. Oh, there you go. Well, that's when they got the figures. Right, so, right. Yeah. Takes time to write the story. Mm-hmm. The school has sold fifty-three thousand six hundred and six season tickets to the general public and to faculty and staff for the upcoming twenty twenty-two season. It's the first time Ohio State sold more than 50,000 non-student season tickets since COVID-19 began impacting attendance two years ago and is the most sold since selling 53,926 in 2017. So let's figure out why this is, because even before the pandemic, we were seeing a reduction in the number of tickets sold. Not just at Ohio State, but around college football. We see those numbers every single year continue to go down. Average attendance. And it's for a variety of reasons. I think what you have this year is people finally feeling comfortable, for the most part, to get out and gather. So that has something to do with it. You also have Notre Dame on the schedule 
this season. Yeah. That has something to that do with it. That has a lot to do with and it. And you yeah. have a lot of tickets that have been reduced in price, some by as much as 20%. And I bet that has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Well, and I think having the Michigan game here, too. Exactly. You're exactly hurt, right. Like, all those things. I went back to look at 2017 just to see how apples to apples we are on the comparison. That was a an away Ohio State-Michigan game. That was up in Ann Arbor that year. But on the schedule that year as home games, you had Michigan State, you had Penn State, and you had this team called Oklahoma. You might remember came to Ohio Stadium and beat Ohio State. I don't remember that. And there might have been a diminutive quarterback who's getting a statue or got a statue this weekend at the Oklahoma Spring Game who uh, may have I planted forgot, a flag I forgot that it was that this game. weekend. How'd that go for him? I didn't see because I don't know that. Uh, did he go? That's got to be weird. Why if he wouldn't goes, you go? Well, I guess, okay, did he speak is what I'm saying. Like, did he go and wave and then go back in and they, no, you didn't have to talk I'm, to I'm, anybody? If somebody gives you a statue, I think you have to make a speech. I Yes, I didn't see the speech, though, is what I'm saying, hey guys, if it happened. I'm very grateful for the statue. Jimmy Haslam sucks. I don't even think the it would have been. It would have been more of this energy of like, yeah, it's a statue. Some people in Cleveland don't think I deserve anything. But apparently in Oklahoma... Where I'm appreciated, I got a statue. Someone should call Cleveland and tell them about this statue. And then it would just go from there. But I didn't see what happened. So whatever. Anyway, that Oklahoma game probably accounted for some of that. But even the way this is kind of written makes it sound like, oh, Ohio State, the numbers are back up. It's all normal. We're all back to normal. You're right, though, that if you looked at probably 2007 to 2017, I think those numbers were declining quite a bit. Yes. So being back to 2017 numbers, that accounts for the pandemic situation doesn't account for the overall issues that still face live sports in general not just college football and certainly not just ohio state but yeah it's a real thing and and good for ohio state for at least responding and not being too prideful and saying all right we have to lower ticket prices we have to lower the amount you have to donate to get these season tickets good for them that's the right thing to do tiger is practicing at augusta today is he still playing his practice round teddy or is he done I think he's still out uh, practicing. Earlier in the day, he was at the range, but I think he's doing a practice round right now. Well, I saw him on the on the TV, and of course, there are spectators there today, and just a huge amount of people of course. following him around. He says it's going to be a game-time decision whether he plays. I was saddened, though, to learn that one of our favorites will not be playing in the Masters. Oh, no. That update. Now, Cooch had a had a good weekend this past weekend. That's right. He's finished at the, second in the tournament, yeah, right? Yeah, the Valero Texas Open. Right. Two shots back. Yeah, tied for second. But Teddy told me that he has not been very good recently, so he needed to win that tournament to qualify for the Masters. He did not win it, so he, he's out. Yeah, really? the, the Masters is tough to get in, and if you're not playing well, then uh, you won't uh, make it there. And, uh, yeah, so there will be no cooch at uh, no Augusta. No pimento cheese cooch. Yeah, That's you think they bad. might make an exception for him or something. There should I, be a cooch exception. Of course there should be. He's a he's a treasure of the game. But I thought when you said he wasn't going, I thought, uh-oh. Did he join up with Phil Mickelson's NFT <laughs> tour and go over overseas to go play? Man, but you apparently know this not. is killing Mickelson. You know it is. Of you course it is. You know it's killing him. He, everybody hates him because he's buddy-buddy with the Saudis. And now everybody loves Tiger again. His nemesis, whether he wants to admit it or not. You know, the people who hated Tiger back in the day, they'd always point to Phil. Yeah. Say, well, right. lefty's my guy anyway. 
And now everybody loves Tiger again. They're rooting for the comeback story. And Phil is the big, bad evil. Well, that's it. Tiger has turned into the everyman, overcoming his struggles. And Phil is like the super uber rich guy that everyone hates now. They're both ridiculous. Of course because they are. I'm sure they both have a lot in common behind the scenes. Yeah, but I'm saying the fact that Tiger is... its We're good with you being superhuman as long as there's a flaw. When there's, when you look, or if you're like lefty and you look flawed because you're like a little, for much of his career, he was viewed as like the kind of tubbier, doughier guy that looks more like an average golf player as opposed to Tiger Woods, who is superhuman and wins everything. Now now he's in shape now. Oh, I know he is. I'm saying he activates the calves. I've seen him. He's, he's good. He's doing everything, but you got to be in shape, I guess, right? You're going to go start a whole new tour. Going to fight the PGA. How about that guy trying to claim like he's for the little guy? All because he wants to sell his NFTs. That's exactly what it's so funny. Too. Like, I'm, no, I'm like, on man, your side. I can't use my own highlights. So yeah. You know how that welcome, is. Welcome to everywhere, by the way. <laughs> Derek Jeter doesn't own his own highlights either. Yeah. What are we doing? So there's a guy that's like working at a shipping department of a major company who's like, yeah, I had a good idea at work. And then they just did it and I didn't get paid extra. That's welcome to work. Anyway, Phil, what's your problem again? Oh, Saudis, you're, you love them, but you also think they're murderers. That's good. How's that working out for you, by the way, with the Saudi people that you were supposedly partners with? I'm guessing the man has no friends right now, right? Like, all the people who liked him for reasons, and then he was like, no, nah, I don't like the PGI, I'm out. They probably don't like him. And then when he's talking to these new people he's going to be in business partners with, he's like, yeah, but they're all crazy. They probably are like, whoa, that's not nice. Don't say that about us, because that's not true. Then And then who does he have left? No one. Michigan had a happening at their spring game this past weekend. We'll talk about it next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Still watching in a serious accident on I-70 eastbound at US-33. It is blocking the two right lanes in that area. Traffic is stop and go for Miller and still continues to build. Emergency crews remain on scene. Please avoid if possible. This traffic report is sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. When you apply for a home loan, there are different options depending on your situation and needs. With Rocket Mortgage, you can see how different down payments, monthly payments, and closing costs will impact your loan and your budget. We need a lender who works for you. Rocket can. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Monday. We have the segment that's not a segment. Yikes! Holy smokes! No. Uh-oh. That's not Uh-oh. right. Uh-oh. Yikes. Mm. Coming up at 5.34. Mm-hmm. I talked to our guy Jason Stark today. You know, baseball season starting up. Yeah. Shame we won't have him on this year. Because no, you've been saying all along that he's not coming on. That's that's <laughs> not that's not what I said. Oh. All right. Stop. Oh. That's not what I said. Jason will be joining us next week. Oh, wow. Yes. Wow. 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 But uh, I had Dan Verk for a second. 
I figured we'd change up the segment a little bit. You know, obviously he's a baseball guy. We're still going to talk baseball, but instead of like around the diamond, it's very mm. generic. I'm like, hey, it's baseball time. Around the diamond, ow, right? Ow. Well, we don't we don't do hardcore sports segments really. Any other we do soft show that we do, yeah, softcore sports. That's right. Yes, we don't. We cut away. You get right, the gyrating, right, right. but you won't see the actual. You see all the sports action up until the actual point of contact, and then we cut away tastefully. Anywho. I thought we'd change the name to something like Jason's Beef or something. I, yeah, that's we'll good. We'll talk some, talk some baseball. We'll talk about roast beef sandwiches because he enjoys them. Uh, solar eclipses. Not lunar eclipses because that's amateur hour for him. Oh, yeah. He doesn't do lunar he eclipses. Do lunar. He's only about the sun. You know, speaking of uh, softcore, hardcore. Okay. I told you I'm still on the free trial of the Playboy channel. Oh, yeah. How's that going? On DirecTV. It's, go- it's going well. <laughs> It's uh, it's more than I expected. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought it would be some tasteful nudie dancing and centerfolds set to music, stuff like that. It's not that. It's uh, a lot of Carlos Baer action going yes, on. Yes. Okay. There is, there's some. I know what you're saying. There's some stuff. We got it. Yeah, we. There's know. all the stuff. Hardcore Holly is what you're saying, yes, right? I, I'm, not, I'm the hardcore championship. I'm is trying happening to. Over I'm there. trying to think of a way. To we, say this, that's think, appropriate for the year. I think we all get it. No, I no, no, no. What I'm about to tell you, oh, I'm trying to figure okay. out a way to say this. That's all right. So they show you everything. Everything. Yeah. I mean, this is not tasteful. This is... It, it's, uh, it's, it's hardcore. It's Hustler right? versus Playboy, however, to use an old reference. However, where they do draw the line, for whatever reason... Is uh, at the end of things. Ah, yes. When when things come to completion. Correct. Is that what what you're saying? That's that's a good way to put it. Okay. They cut away abruptly. Really? From that. All the other stuff we can see. Really? Yes. Okay. But the completion. That's inappropriate. We can't see that. So that's what. So that's what you have to go the extra mile for if you want the. The real hardcore stuff. Because you could you tell, you could tell this video. All these videos were produced with that in mind. Oh, You're leading up to that. I see. Mm. And you know, Playboy TV has them on their <laughs> air, and they said, "No, we will not. We will draw the line at that." Are you saying the director's vision has been compromised? That's by what I'm the saying. Editors at Playboy TV. That That's is, what I'm that saying. That is a sad state of affairs. Why can't these people just have their art? You know, mm-hmm. that's all they're trying to do. Just make some art that ends in a very predictable way. Right. Every <laughs> single time. <laughs> Guys, time to water the tulips. <laughs> Never heard it called that. I don't ever want to hear it. I don't want to ever hear it described as anything, honestly. I don't need it's any It's springtime. No, I don't need the any. The tulips need to be watered. <laughs> I don't think they Take do. Take out the hose have you and met, water the tulips. Have you met tulips? They, You can do anything to those things. They just come back the next year. Like, I thought I dug all of them out of my garden bed. Nope. There's 17 more tulips out of nowhere because those bulbs are still in there. They're resilient. Uh huh. They don't last long, though, the tulips. No, they're they, gone. They, for, like, well, three they, weeks they pop will be gone. Up, they show up. They're like, hey, how you doing See with you tulips? And then they're like, back in we go. Good mm-hmm. luck finding it. It's like nature scavenger hunt. Where are the tulip bulbs? You can't find them unless you go right in there when they're popped out. But who wants to take them out when they're looking nice? Right? Because you right. see them. They're, pr- they're pretty. Pretty you're like, tulips. Next year, you're like, I don't want those tulips. Where are they? And you dig and you find a few, and then there's 17 more. You just never can find all of them. It's like being married to my wife for 15 years. 
How's that? Tulips come out for like two, three weeks. Then they're gone. Then I don't oh. see the tulips anymore. Yep. <laughs> no tulips, huh? No tulips. Mm. I got gotcha. you. Anywho. Anywho. What was I saying? When's the trial end, by the way, on the Playboy channel? Is that I think deep, I got another you, two months. So you you paid for a long trial here. Or was this a free? I, I, free. I didn't, free I didn't for pay three for three months. Anything. Yeah, free, free for three months. What kind of deal is that? Good deal. I guess Except so. Except no garden hose. So if that's what you're watching for, you're out of luck. <laughs> I, hmm. And keep those tulips dry. I don't know if I've shared this on the air, but I guess... Oh, please do. Time. <laughs> Many years ago, I worked at a place. I won't even say where the place was. I knew a guy who who like worked there part-time, met him a couple times, but I remembered his face, and I was like, yeah, I remember this guy's name. I it, Whatever. I knew who he was. Never saw him again. He left. He went on to... Heard he moved to California was last I had heard. Okay. Fast forward to many years later, I'm watching uh, some programming like you're discussing here. Oh, and you, you saw him? I saw a face from my past yes. that I recognized and I said, um, I don't, what, what is happening? And I obviously had to click off of it. I'm like, I'm, but then I thought there's no way. And then I, he popped up again. Turns out this dude went on to become one of the like performers of all time and wow. it, like produces them, is in them. So did you watch it? No, I can't. Oh, why would I? No. What's the difference? No, I can't watch it. Because you know him? No, I didn't even know him that well. I just knew of him. What and if had, I popped up in a porno movie? You wouldn't watch me? I would click off of it instantly. Yes, I would click away. A lot of laughing and pointing. His uh, his name that I was introduced to him to, uh, that is not what he goes by now. He has a he has a name, like a porn name. Oh. It's very. <laughs> but I eventually found is it out. Ravens president Dick Cass? Not. That would be a good porn name, though. Or, uh, yeah. Wasn't there a poll? Wasn't there a... Is that a thing? No? I don't want to... Yeah, there was a... Dick Pole was a Pohl. pitching coach. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, Dick Pole. I'm not making things up. No, All right. he's a pitching coach. That's not his he's name. He's watering the tulips. That's, <laughs> that's not his name. I just want to say, it was very awkward finding right. that, and that brought that brought things way into perspective for me. I need to, I need to move on. All right, Michigan spring game. I promise. No more tulip watering. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. You promise? Watch out for an accident blocking the two right lanes of I-70 eastbound at US-33. Traffic is stop and go from the 71 east split in this area. Plan on some heavy slowdowns as things continue to get clear. About a 20-minute slowdown in the meantime. Traffic report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Invisible Fence brand is changing the way people live with their pets. Experienced professionals provide pets independence to play outside while providing you confidence they're secure. Visit InvisibleFence.com to learn more. Invisible Fence brand surround your pets with care. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. I know I point this out every single year, and I'm going to do it here too. 
just because I can't stand the hypocrisy. There was a World Series game starting at 9.20 on a Monday night. (laughs) Every single radio show in the world would be talking about how stupid Major League Baseball is, and this is why no kids watch, and how dare you, and you should play afternoon games, and all of this crap. But the biggest college basketball game of the year tips at 9.20 on a school night on a Monday, and no one cares. Yeah, and you would think that's, I mean, of all the things you could maybe show to a prospective kid who wants to get into the sport, it's like, look at these guys. They go to school and play basketball, and you could do that too, possibly. Like, you go to school now. You could play basketball. It's it's perfect to get kids into sports, you would think. And you're right. It's put at the latest time they can get because they want the West Coast. They want to get all the ads in. Yeah, you're right. It's it's totally hip, hypocritical. Yes, and let's just let's just accept that that's the story you want to tell. You want to tell the story about how baseball is ignoring kids. So that's the story you tell. It has nothing to do with the actual facts. Well, it might be that baseball is doing that, but it's not because they put their games it's, at right, 9 o'clock it, or 8 o'clock It's not because the World Series starts at 8 o'clock. No. And this game's not going to tip at 9.20 either. Oh, I'm... You're lucky if it tips at 9.20. I'm quite sure it's... It, even... It's just... It's a stupid argument because we have forgotten that there are a lot of kids, number one, who don't go to bed at 9 o'clock, right? There are going to be kids up late enough to watch it if they want to. There are parents who are going to realize, oh, yeah, my 10-year-old really loves basketball. Ah, it's a school night, but I'm going to let him stay up and watch the first half or something. Also, yeah, and that's fine. You forget that a lot of these kids are going to get on whatever tablet, phone, computer device they're allowed on in the morning. If you're a big fan of basketball, they're going to flip it on. They're going to check out highlights yeah. from this game. They're going to watch what they're going to watch it the way they watch it. Right? They watch a lot of highlights. They watch a lot of clips of things going on. So yeah, that that'll be there. Michigan had their spring game on Saturday. What do you think about it, Mary Sue? The Spring game. I can't remember. Do you remember, Ted? Was that at the spring game where she got that plastered, or was that at no, a regular season? I think season that game? was later in the season. That was a real game? Yeah, I think it was a real game. Yeah. I wish it was a spring game. Hey, this guy looks a little old to be on a college football team. How old are you, Afro man? Oh, your name's Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> Out of water, the tulips! The great athletic directors that we have. High standards they got in Michigan there. Mm -hmm. That's good. So they had the spring game. Uh, Colin Kaepernick was the the captain, the guest captain for the spring game. He also put on a little show. He was throwing for scouts there. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting that scouts would be at the spring game, but I guess scouts go everywhere, right? They're trying to see the next year's talent, all that stuff, get a jump on it. But no, I think that's cool that he got to go out there and do that. I'm curious to see... What he looks like, what he can do at this age, but it I wouldn't. mean, he looks like a thirty-four-year-old guy who's still in some semblance of shape, throwing in his shorts. Yeah, right. I'm sure he. I'm sure he looked pretty good. Uh, he says we like to get out there and sling it. Really, getting out here for the exhibition was a show. I can still do it. It's one of the questions my agent keeps getting, so we want to make sure we can come out, show everyone I can still play, still throw it. How is his agent getting these questions? Well, I don't know, because every time that was the narrative for a couple years was like, does he want to be a backup? Does he want to play? Does he want to? Yes. The answer is he wants to play. He will be a backup quarterback for you. He's still training to be a quarterback. 
All those questions should be answered by now. If they're not, I don't know why they're not. Everyone in football should know the guy wants to play and is available if you want him. Yes. Um, look, it's it's done for him. It's over for Bozo. Should it be? That's a different conversation. But the ship has sailed. I can't see another team bringing him in. You know, I Pete Carroll wants to show how wonderful he is every year or so, coming out and talking about Colin Kaepernick and how he's a wonderful young man and needs an opportunity somewhere. Not with me, but someone needs to give him an opportunity. He deserves that. Yeah, I agree, but it's going to take someone with balls to actually stand up and do it. Yeah, I I don't... I'm not 100% convinced that no one will give him a shot. I I could see a team saying... What does a shot mean? Like a workout? No, no, no. Well, bring him in, sign him to a contract... You oh, know, sign him to a contract. Right. Okay. I could see a team signing him to a contract as a backup. Or, you know, you're on the roster and maybe the emergency guy. I'm not saying that because I don't think he could play. I'm saying it because I just think teams at this point would rather invest in a younger player. That is what we talked about this whole time with Colin Kaepernick. There's, In my mind, there's no doubt. Maybe you disagree, Mike. I, I feel like the guy did get blackballed from the league for taking political stances. Whether that's right or wrong in your mind is different. But I feel like he got blackballed for a couple years because of that. After that happened, then the excuses became, well, we don't even know if he can play anymore. Well, now look how old he is, right? It is a little weird because... He was also suing the league in there, too. Well, yeah, there was that, right? But the point being, with all of that, the excuses always have been something other than, you know, what is really true. The answer is, he said some stuff the league didn't like, and no one in the league had the balls to bring him in. And so now you've got five years. What has it been? Four or five years since he's played? Now five. you've got that. You can say, okay, well, there's a lot of rust there. He's older. Yeah. And we're not going to take a chance. We'll, we'll take a chance on a journeyman quarterback who's five years younger or who has been playing all this time, who's still bad, but at least he's been playing in the league. That That is a comfort level that the NFL has shown that they, they are not outside-the-box thinkers most often. And you're right. Some of these people who pipe up for him, I wish they would put their money where their mouth is. Right? I... I Pete Carroll, go right ahead. What are you what are you afraid of at this point? You Let got, me ask you this. Drew Locke's gonna be your starter this year, it looks like. So Jim Harbaugh, you know, he of course had the situation with him in San Francisco, but that was a while ago where he benched Alex Smith to, you know, have Colin Kaepernick take that job, went to the Super Bowl. But it's been a while. Let's say Jim Harbaugh doesn't come back to Michigan. Let's say he takes that Minnesota job. Does he bring in Colin Kaepernick to be on that roster? I don't think he does. I think I think he has a motive for what he's doing right now. Oh, sure. And, of yeah. course, on the surface is, oh, this is my guy from San Francisco. Hey, I love him. He's my brother. In reality, he is a big hit with his team now that he brought Colin Kaepernick in. He is a big hit with anybody he's going to sit down and recruit because Colin Kaepernick tests well with 16 to 18-year-olds. Sure. If you're saying... Did Jim Harbaugh do this just because it's a friend and he wants to help out a friend? He's doing it because or are there he's some playing ulterior the game. Motives? I'm guessing there's probably a little bit of both to that. Would he have hired him if he goes to another team? Like if, if Harbaugh had gone to the NFL to coach? I don't think there's any way. I don't Here, think there's well, any way he makes waves. Here's the only way, but again, I don't think Jim Harbaugh would have been offered this type of job. If there was an established, no doubt, starter, then... Th- to me, that's the team that makes the most sense to bring it's in Kirk Colin Cousins. Kaepernick. He goes to Minnesota. Yeah, right. It, that's we not know it. what the job was going to be. No, that's Kirk that's Cousins not is, one is there. Do. Yeah, but you don't do that because then it looks like because I, I know it's going to seem weird, right? But you will invite the idea that if Kirk Cousins is bad in a game, which we know he can be, then suddenly you say, "Well, 
You've got Colin Kaepernick there. You brought him in for a reason. Let's see if he can. The backup's always one of the most popular guys in the locker room, right? Or at least in the fan base. Because they're saying, well, this guy's not getting the job done. Can the backup come in and be better? Right. In Colin Kaepernick's case, there's a lot of other reasons why you might say, hey, are they keeping him on the bench just because they don't think he's any good? Or would it be because of other reasons? We don't want the fan base to get mad over something he said or whatever the case may be. That invites a lot more drama. That's where I'm saying these coaches, quite frankly, don't have the stomach for it because they don't want to deal with the ramifications of if they make a roster decision, not based on anything off the field, just purely based on who they think is the best football player. They're afraid they're going to get yelled at because they didn't put a guy out there that people think should be out there. That's a normal thing that happens in football all the time. It just would come with added weight. And that's why I think a lot of these football coaches are full of bunk when they say they're about leadership and caring. Oh, they are. And standing they're totally, up. They're totally they don't actually do it. And, and Pete Carroll's chief among them. He could do it if he wanted to. He's not doing it. Look who he's got on his roster. What that's are you what I'm talking about. Yes, exactly. You, you got a situation. You could bring him in. At worst, what do you have? A quarterback controversy with Drew Locke? What do you owe him? Bring in Kaepernick. <laughs> Nothing. You have right. no relationship with this guy. Yeah. And if, let's say, Drew Locke does suck after a few weeks, put Kaepernick out there. And if he sucks, good news. You get the first pick of the draft. Like, what's wrong with that? I don't understand. And of all the places, you would think that would that would handle it from a fan base standpoint. Well, sure. It's not like you're sending him to Dallas, where maybe that would be a, a little bit of a thing with the Dallas fans. The majority of Seahawks fans are probably probably pretty simpatico with Colin Kaepernick's political movements. Here's the other thought, too. And this goes back to just the first couple years of this whole thing. The idea that, like, Colin Kaepernick couldn't have ever been popular in the NFL again. Do you know what makes you popular in the NFL? It's not about what political stances you do or don't take. It's not about what you do on or off the field. We have seen it is not about what crimes you may or may not have committed off the field. All they care about in the NFL, all the fans care about, all anyone cares about is do you win these football games or not? And so there is a chance Colin Kaepernick could have gone somewhere else, could have got back in the league and played well. I'm not saying it's likely. It's possible. The opportunity or the possibility of him winning games, they did not feel outweighed the headaches they were going to have from no, his political I think, I think it was two things that worked against him. There were question marks towards the tail end of his career if he was any good. So that stuck, stuck with him. You know, I know a lot of people want to look at the numbers now and say, look, he took a team to a Super Bowl. There were plenty of people saying that Colin Kaepernick was not as good as advertised, wasn't very good towards the end of his 49ers run. Oh, sure. Yeah. And I think it's also the fact that he plays the quarterback position. If Colin Kaepernick was just as outspoken said all the same things, but was a safety, he's still in the league. Oh, yeah. I agree with you that. Know, the quarterback position yeah. is different. These guys have the microphones in front of their faces every single day. They are the faces of the franchise. And right or wrong, NFL teams don't want to deal with the headache of a polarizing quarterback figure. Unless you are uber-talented... Right. Like Deshaun Watson. Or like Aaron Rodgers. F- yes, Aaron fine. Rodgers took all the political stances you but want this year. But he's a Hall of Famer. He's one of the best quarterbacks ever. That's right. So when people say, ah, man, just stick to sports. I don't want to hear about it. Well, then I hope you were up in arms about Aaron Rodgers not sticking to sports this year. Because if you weren't, then it tells me maybe there's a different reason why you don't like Colin Kaepernick. Now, yes, I agree. Aaron Rodgers, totally different player than Colin Kaepernick. That's the point. But your whole point here is that well, he would be in the league if he wasn't a safe, if he was a safety or something else. You're right because you can have stances, you can say things as a player in another position because we don't really care what players in other positions say. Sadly, 
We only look at the quarterbacks. That's where the microscope is. And that's where the casual fans who are going to write the letters or do their air quotes boycotts of your thing. That's where they're going to care. And that's where we're going to look at it. And that's why it gets all the press. Ryan Day speaking to the media today. We'll hear from the coach coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident blocking three lanes of 270 eastbound before Elm Creek Drive. This crash is causing heavy backups in that area. Traffic is getting by on the left side only with emergency crews on scene. Plan on some heavy slowdowns and please avoid if possible. This traffic report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Whether you want your pet to have the independence to run and play outside or you need to correct some mischievous behaviors like digging in the trash, the hands-on trainers from Invisible Fence brand train your pets for you. Visit InvisibleFence.com to learn more. Invisible Fence brand surround your pets with care. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Simpletons, nincompoops, ignoramuses. Just a few of the many different words that you can use to describe the hosts of this show. Also, fat. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Take two on that weather. On the fat! There we go. I'm winning matches. (laughs) 74. Did you check in on any of that over the weekend? No, I did not. I don't don't have the cock. little WrestleMania? Teddy was wrestling mania with the peacock Teddy, over there. Teddy How'd that likes go? everything over there. I did two nights of it. Yeah. So, yeah. Two nights. See, that's the thing. I was texting my buddy Charles, because I know he's a big wrestling fan, and I haven't watched as much, but I said, hey, man, you checking into, you know, WrestleMania tomorrow? And he's like, tonight, tomorrow, tonight, the whole thing. And I'm like, oh, it's it's two nights now. I thought I didn't, I thought that was like pandemic thing, but they've oh, gone yeah. to town. Nine hours of wrestling goodness is what you need. That's right. It wasn't. It was close. It was about eight hours, I think. But yeah. <laughs> All right. Just how's, under eight. How's McAfee going to do his radio show today? If he had eight hours of that, just straight mainline and right into the TV sets of America, just screaming it. And I love it, by the way. Pat McAfee, he's passionate about wrestling. He gets probably paid a lot of money to be passionate about wrestling, but let him live. He was up there. I saw him kicking a football with the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. I saw Stone Cold gave everybody a stunner. He I also highlights. Yes, he gave I, uh, Pat McAfee oh, a stunner. Pat McAfee I, got a stunner. Yeah. I did see a highlight of Vince McMahon oh, I taking saw a stunner. Too. I saw it. Too. Is he? Is he not seriously? Is he not going to be satisfied until he drops dead right in the middle of the ring? Yes. I don't. For people who don't know how wrestling works, when someone does a move like you know the Stone Cold Stunner or name your favorite wrestling thing you've ever seen, if you even have a move you like. It's not like one person makes that all look good. The Both of the performers have to do a part of the move so that it doesn't hurt anyone yes. and looks cool as hell. When you have an octogenarian out there as one of the two guys trying to take a move, it doesn't matter if Stone Cold is a legend and can perform that move in his sleep. If the other guy can't make it look good, it kind of looks horrible. And I don't know why they think that's a good idea. Not at like some house show in Rochester, but... At WrestleMania in front of 100,000 people, yeah, let's have the old guy go out there. And I know the answer is because the old guy runs the show and he says, let me go get a stunner. So he does. 
Well, you know, if this was the old days, what would have happened? What would have happened? If he took a stunner like that, Steve Austin's getting on top of him, and he's busting him open the hard way. Probably true. Right. Because he made him look bad. Yeah. Whether he's, the, whether he's the boss or not. Old school Steve Austin, back in the day where he could do no wrong. Yeah. That's he's, well. hit, he's hitting him hard. If you look at the very first stunner that uh, Stone Cold gave to McMahon, though, it was a bad one. Yes, it and was so a bad one. It was just only right that it ended. You know, if that's the last one that Vince ever takes, that it was even worse than the original. <laughs> well, let's hope it's the last one. Let's hope there's no more Vince McMahon. Oh, no. Next year taking, he'll be there. No, don't take. Well, he's going to do a match. <laughs> I mean, what me is and Sarah Palin. <laughs> Whoever wins gets Alaska. <laughs> it's Alaska on a pole match. I don't think that that's fair to the largest, one of the largest, or the largest state in our union. I don't know how big it is. A Sex land. offender on a pole match. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> I don't think it's fair to the state of Alaska, even though there's not a lot of people there, to put it up at WrestleMania as like a barter. Why not? Don't have that. Let's not have Money in the Bank Alaska edition. Let's not do that. Where it's just a ladder with a bald eagle on it. And whoever can get up to the bald eagle first, they get Alaska. I'm sure you were not watching this back in the day, but back in the day, WCW did a Buff Bagwell's mom on a pole match. No, they did Yes, not. Judy Bagwell on a pole. <laughs> Why did they do Why that? Why did they do anything? No, was was Judy Bagwell known for being on the pole? No, she oh. just you know she was up for grabs. Okay, was you'd fight hard if your mom was at stake, wouldn't you? Why was she on a pole though? Why couldn't you sit ringside? And it's like, and again, I don't know what we're doing with like you get possession of this human by winning a wrestling match. That's also none problematic. Of, none of this is real. It's a little problem. None of it's real. okay. Uh, Ryan Day. Spring practice continuing for the Buckeyes. He talked to the media today. There was a big recruiting weekend. All the recruits coming in with their families this weekend. Here's what Ryan Day had to say about it. Obviously can't talk specifics, but I think uh, it was a great recruiting weekend. Um, Some really good prospects and families here. And and I think when you look at the way that um, recruiting is across college football, the idea is that, you know, when guys want to commit, they're done. You know, they're going to commit to your school. They've made their decisions. They've made their decisions strong. They're not going to go visit any other school. And then they're all in and they help you recruit the class. Um, And I think that's where guys guys are trying to figure that out. You know, am I ready to finally make the decision? I mean, there's some guys that are really close. And I think, like you said, we're going to see some, the next couple months, a bunch of really good stuff come our way. Uh, But I just want to make sure that they're done. Uh, I don't want them going to visit other schools. It's just, it's not very good policy. So if they need to go check out some other schools, they'll go ahead and do that. Um, but once it, once their mind's made up, they want to be a Buckeye, then I tell them their, cha- their life changes forever, and that's it. Um, so uh, really good work done this week. I thought our staff did a great job. I thought the atmosphere was awesome. The students were great. And so uh, put ourselves moving forward in a good spot. Now, I know what, what Ryan Day's saying there, but to me it's almost like if he says it enough, then it must be true. It's like, well, you commit here, then you're done. Except when you change your mind and enter the portal nine months later. <laughs> well, right. I know he's he's saying we're not going to have this be a commitment situation unless you agree you're not going to go back and reopen it in November. Yes. Right before no, I, I know what signing he's saying. Day, but, but the reality exactly is right. you and I both know the job has changed. Yeah. These guys are constantly recruiting. They used to be the thing where you get them on campus and then you de-recruit them. Then you, you shove their face in poo and tell them how miserable they are. These coaches can't do that anymore. You've got to keep recruiting these guys. You've got to keep them wanting to be here. By the way, good. 
Like I, I think we all would like that if at our offices it was like, hey, um, now that we got you here, we're going to treat you like garbage. No, no, no I, it's like no, I'm glad. I'm glad that they have to like treat you like as yes, good I'm, as they can not, and try I'm to keep saying, you involved and all those things. I'm That's not good. saying it's wrong, but it's just a lot more work for these guys. Oh, to do. I am quite sure, especially it is. the old school guys who are not used to doing it that way. But you have to get used to it because this is the way you have to do business now. I also acknowledge, to be clear, I'm not naive. I know there are guys who can perceive something as being negative, like if they're on campus two weeks in and they're like, coach, why am I not starting? It's like, you're a freshman and you've not even looked at your playbook yet. Like I get that too, that guys threatening to leave over nothing offenses is also a problem, but you know, by and large, I think it's an overall positive that this is how it works now. And I, I, these coaches, by the way, they've got the staff to handle it. They've got a lot of people that work around the building who can try to keep players happy and make sure that they get what they're looking for, but ultimately, that's why you're paid millions of dollars to be a big-time college football coach, is to keep the best talent at your school. We haven't heard Ryan Day talk a lot about Kyle McCord and the number two quarterback job, but he did today. I, mean, I think he's had a good spring. Um, you guys were out there, you saw some of the balls that he threw, and having a whole year under his belt now, he's that much better. And uh, you know, he's competitive, he wants to be at Ohio State, you know, he's made that clear to us, and uh, you know, he's going to be ready you know, in that first game if, if you know, he needs to be in that game. I mean, that's, that's the thing is you know when you when you feel like you're the backup you know sometimes you feel like you're miles away but you're only one snap away and i think he understands that and he understands what it means to get developed and i think that's what his focus has been on the most entertaining part of that you guys cannot see it panama ted is on the phone he's on his cell phone right he's taking a call and Mm. yet still playing bullwhip sounds that's right he's on his motorola razor flip phone and he's playing the bullwhip sound who's calling you now he's got a second phone who is it guess who i'm talking to Rimmer? Well, why? Why? Why, is, it's why Rimmer. is he calling you now? It's Monday. We're in the middle of the show. The, you call, well, hang up call, on call him. Call him tonight. Why don't you call him up and say, hey, Rims, how's it going? You busy right now? You, he'll answer the phone. I know he will. During the broadcast, he'll answer the phone. Hello? Jackets on the advantage. Panama Ted on the phone with me. Producer of Common Man and T-Bone. One moment, please. Uh, why, why are you talking to him? He was talking about Wednesday. No. Oh. Okay. Why? We have to sell this now, Rimmer? <laughs> yes. Four thirty during the show. He's got to call show, you and talk about you. this. Yeah. Well, he was on his way to the arena and just wanted to check in. Okay. You know, when you get to the arena, they got this thing called a text you can send once you're safely parked. Well, anybody that when you're driving? He didn't understand what an iPad was <laughs> one week ago. I like sitting with the media because they're able to replay, re-rack Let me tell things. You, re- I was re-racking it all last week. I was off, and I just kept re-racking things in you my house. Understand. You understand. You have it on the ice, and then you can go back and re-rack it and watch it again. <laughs> I re-racked myself multiple times. I don't even know how to do that, but I was re-racked like Lex Luger. I was re-racking myself. The Holt Man is getting some help from the portal. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. And we really struggled offensively also down the stretch. And this Penn State, a lot of credit. They they hung around in the chance. The, those two little guards, little Frazier and little uh, Taylor, back, were able to get penetration against. 
Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. What the hell's going on? So weather was all screwed up. Traffic's all screwed up. Mm -hmm. What happened? I don't know. Was she there and then disappeared? I guess so. Maybe she was um, hanging out with Rimmer. I don't know. She went to Tanya's. Rimmer calls Leanna, too. Yeah, yeah. Rimmer called her, actually, and screwed up the traffic. Leanna, just calling to check in. I saw you had the village people on vinyl. I can see that next time we talk to Rimmer, he'll say, I talked to Leanna Ray from Detroit. And then we'll get a story about Hockey Town and Scotty Bowman or something like Mm -hmm. that. Uh, the Holt man is getting some help from the portal. Yeah, so this is uh, the first transfer that the Buckeyes have landed out of the transfer portal this offseason. Wright State guard Tanner Holden announced he will stay with you know within the state of Ohio and join the Scarlet and Gray. He's a 6'6", 185-pound guard from Wheelersburg, Ohio. Had 20.1 points per game, 7.1 rebounds per game, and 2.6 assists per game as an All-Horizon League performer this past season. Led the Raiders to a conference tournament championship and their first ever NCAA tournament wins. So, you would do to get because you know we've had some questionable guard play and Malachi is is going away that he would get playing time right away, right? Yeah, I would tend to think so, and that is that's going to be one of the continuing stories this off season is how do they replace EJ Liddell and Malachi Branham? Not well. Look, it's gonna, it's going to be hard, right? I don't know if if a guy who averaged twenty points in the Horizon League, as good as that is, I mean, I'm not I'm not knocking that. I'm saying it's going to be a little more difficult in the Big Ten. It's a much more physical league than the Horizon League, but that's that's still impressive that he could do it. Let's hope that guy can you know represent or uh, replicate that here, or at least some no. Of I'm it. not saying that he sucks. I'm not knocking on him. It's just I think sometimes we. We'd like to say, oh, yeah, they'll come back and retool. It is now not often that Ohio State has two first-round picks on the roster, and both of those guys are now gone the same offseason. Yeah. I mean, that was all your offense. And there are some people who say, oh, yeah, well, Kyle Young was the heart of that team. Great. Kyle Young's gone, too. Well, and I, right. That, that kind of belies a bigger problem, right? Like, Kyle Young was a great player as far as in basketball, you need guys who do all the other things. He was a very good emotional role player. Well, not just that, but a physical defender, a good rebounder, a guy who moved the basketball within the offense or the semblance of the offense that this team has had at times. And, and yes, could could also hit a couple threes for you occasionally, added that, and was able to get some of his, you know, those little baby hooks that he would get in the lane. I mean, he, he was an all-around good college basketball player. Mm-hmm. You don't just easily replace guys like that either. So, Losing a, I don't want to even call him a glue guy because that feels disrespectful to him. Like a, a a real solid piece of everything you're doing at Ohio State, that guy leaves along with your two primary scorers. This offense is going to have to improve, and I mean that from the standpoint of a schematic approach. You are going to have to get 
better tactically as a coach, and you are going to have to have a better designed offense if you want this team to do anything because it's hard to replace the scoring that you just lost. More rumors and reports about the Washington Commanders doing things the wrong way, in addition to treating people badly. Now they're accused essentially of cooking the books. I don't see if this is true, if they uncover all this financial stuff and it turns out to be true, I don't see how there's any scenario where the Snyders are allowed to keep this team. I don't understand why it hasn't already come well, to that. I, yes, I, 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 I get that. And you're right. But this is the final straw. Oh, yeah. If, if they're, if if they're hyping keeping, money from the league, no way. Forget about it. Congress is hearing testimony, right? Or heard testimony from someone who worked for the team who says they were hiding millions of dollars, presumably millions of dollars of revenue from the rest of the owners. Yeah, there's no way. Every team in the NFL, for those who don't follow it, you have to, what is it, 40% of your total gate that you take in over the year, that goes to a general fund in the NFL, and then it's redistributed equally to all the owners just to say, hey, we know that at every NFL game, it's not 100% the home team that's drawing the revenue. We know some of that revenue comes from the opposing teams, so everyone's going to get a cut of that revenue from everybody else's stadium. It's a little bit of revenue sharing, but it also just helps keep things on the level. If you're not contributing to that, that means Dan Snyder took money. I'm presumably right. The commanders got money from that fund. I'm quite sure like everyone else. Yeah. And he didn't contribute in. That would be complete BS. And that's not even that's that's not even like rich guy problems. That's just being a bad human problems where you can't chip in with your coworkers on something, but you're benefiting from. it. Well, and look, to your point, should have been taken away from him a long time ago. Yeah, the way that he treated people, the way that the, his subordinates treated people, should not be allowed. And you should have owners held to the same code of conduct that we have players held to. Although I don't know what that really means anymore. No. But now when you got a guy stealing money from fellow owners, forget about it. No, that's that's something they won't tolerate. You know what I can see? I can see Dan Snyder now, knowing that the end is near, trying to show how good of a guy he is. I can see him coming after Colin Kaepernick and said, hey, look what I've done. You can't get rid of me. Man, I'm a humanitarian. Talk about the most. That, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that's out of the realm of possibility, but if they do that, what a what a cynical thing. As, as of good as the end result might of be. Of course it would be cynical. That would be so cynical of the commanders to say, yeah, uh, let's use Colin Kaepernick as cover for our terrible owner. That. Yeah, I, I hope it doesn't come to that. I, I would love to see Colin Kaepernick have another opportunity, but that would be one that we would all know why it was happening. Deontay Griffin, who is Archie's grandson, has committed to the Buckeyes as a preferred walk-on. Unlike his grandpappy, I don't know what he calls him. I'm going to say grandpappy. Okay. Grandpappy and daddy, he is not a running back. He is a defensive back. Oh, interesting. So let him live. No, it's uh, that's cool to see. Right, out of, I believe out of Lima, Ohio is where he that's is. That's correct. Uh, where he played high school balls, so good. That's great. I know he's probably not the highest, you know, five star recruit you're going to no, have on the roster. He's a preferred walk on, but you know, you've got you've got some legacy guys on that roster. Orlando Pace's son is on the roster. No, I I I, I Herbie's, enjoy Herbie's son. Well, is on the roster. That's good. I'm just saying, I enjoy mostly seeing guys who played and had great careers at Ohio State. I enjoy having the ability to bring in some of the family members, have them be around. Doesn't mean. Obviously, he's going to have to earn his way if he wants to actually, you know, play and get up there and start and all that stuff. But cool to see him have an opportunity at Ohio State. I hope he does the best he can with it. Inflation has not caught up with the Oakland A's. 
Is Leanna alive? Is she back with us? Teddy? Yes. About to play more fart noises? No. Well, okay. she, she, she actually at said Tanya's. yes. Right. Did she stop at Tanya's to get some pizza? Because it's three blocks away or whatever it is? That's good. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. It was delicious. Watch out for an accident blocking the two right lanes of I-70 eastbound at US-33. Traffic is still stop and go from the 71 east split in this area. Please be very careful as traffic continues to build. A 20 to 30 minute slowdown is expected. Starving Report is sponsored by Ohio 811. Oh, look at that. It just backed up. There you go. Contact 811 at least 48 hours before you dig in Ohio. 811 will notify the utilities to mark underground lines near your projects. It's the law of Dominion Energy of Ohio, Centerpoint Energy, Duke Energy, and Columbia Gas Energy are reminding you to know what's below. That works out perfectly. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. The dumb is strong with this show. You're listening to Man and Bone. The segment that's not a segment, yikes, is coming up at 534. You know my favorite baseball writer? Who's that? Not Jason Stark. He can go to hell. I was going to say. He's uh, John Hyman, my guy. John Heyman? No. Oh. John Hyman. Okay. You know when Hyman breaks it, it's accurate, Mm -hmm. right? That's what they say. So he tweeted this out yesterday. The Oakland A's had the highest payroll in baseball in 1991. It was $33 million that year. Their payroll this year is $33 million. Oh, my God. In 2022. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) That is ridiculous. Uh, That is ridiculous. Uh, How how is that? How is that allowed? I guess is what I'm trying to say. How how is Major League Baseball allowed to? To have teams, and I know it wouldn't be a ton better if they said, "Hey, you have to spend eighty million dollars." Regardless, they just a lot of these teams are like, "Cool, we'll spend it on one guy, and then uh, the team will still suck." But no, it would be better. It I would te- be better. Well, I would tend to think so, but I, I'm just saying, I don't know if you can fix it when a team truly says, "We don't care about winning this year." There also has to be, you know, there's got to be some sort of rule. Like you can only subtract a certain amount of payroll from year to year. Last year, now this certainly is not up there with the upper echelons. They're not worried about paying luxury tax, but their payroll last season was $90 million. Yeah. Now you're at $33 million? <laughs> One year later? That's right. That Here's the problem with not just Major League Baseball, but Major League Baseball largely has this issue, and that is the revenue from the sport is not all tied to how well you do on the field, right? We know from Major League Baseball advanced media... That's a thing that Major League Baseball owners were invested in. It became a huge technological hit. Not in even the world of baseball, just in Disney Plus runs on Major League Baseball advanced media technology. They sold that to Disney for billions of dollars. The owners got that revenue, right? The owners get revenue, a lot of them, 
from the structures around their ballpark, right? They, they've all created their own Wrigleyville, and they get money from it. Or they want to. Or they want to, right. So when those are how you're making money, and then, of course, you get money when you sell the team, it is not the number one driver of finances for these teams to say, let's go out and win every year. Or it's our in our best interest to try to fight to win every single year or build the best roster we can. That's not in their best interest to make money. They know if they want to win four or five years from now, it might be in their best interest to lose a bunch of games for a few years and roll up all these prospects and get really good prospects who are really cheap, like the Reds have tried to do. But then what's the problem with a lot of those teams? Once they get the prospects and they start to be really good, some of them do what the Reds did this year and trade them all away and say, oh, you're going to be too expensive next year or the year after. We're not well, going to pay you. That's what the, the Guardians people will tell you. The Guardians people will say, yes, we had to sell away some of our established stars, but look what we got in return. Yeah, look what you get in return. And then you, let's say they work out and you have two or three years of really good baseball from whoever you acquired. We know you're not going to sign them long term anyway. It's going to ship them off and play the same game again. For comparison, I told you the Oakland A's in 1991 had the highest payroll in Major League Baseball, $33 million. Number two on that list that year, just under $33 million in payroll, the Dodgers. Oh, yeah. So the A's still have a $33 million payroll in 2022. The Dodgers are at $278 million for their payroll. Good Just Lord. for comparison. Now, I know the, that the landscape of the game has changed, but at the same time, it astonishes me how you have a group of 10 to 12 owners that sort of run the entire show for everybody else. But I guess, like you're, you pointed out, all these owners are making money. No, they don't they're care. All, they're all making money. They don't care. There's no consequences financially for them being terrible. That's right. That's right. And and the risk for them being, let's say they go out and lay out all the cash to the Guardians. You just brought them up, right? As you mentioned, when the players do get good, they often struggle to get paid by the Guardians. You have a guy in Jose Ramirez who has been a great player for you, has been a top 10 MVP candidate the last few years, if I'm not mistaken. He has been a guy who consistently performs above his contract, right? I think he's on like a five-year, $25, $26 million deal. He doesn't even really complain about it that much. But he has said, I want to stay in Cleveland. I want to be here. Let's make something happen. And I know the the Guardians are trying to present it as like, we've made the best offer we possibly can. But negotiations just broke off last week. Why? Because he said, I want basically a market value contract. And they said, we'll give you this. This is the best we can do. They've always done this. They did it with Jim Tomey, too. And then, of course, for years, the fans blamed Jim Tomey. Oh, he just chased the money. No, he chased a lot more money. Yeah. This wasn't like I chased five million more. Well, and a lot more money. Can you blame? I mean, no, I don't. I, I would, don't blame no, no, I him. I know that. I know that. I'm saying I want to be loyal to the people who give me a chance. I bet you from everything I've understood and read about Jose Ramirez, he likes the city of Cleveland. He's comfortable playing in that ballpark with the people he plays with living where he lives. He likes all of his situation. He does not want it to change. But of course there is the business side of baseball. You're good enough to get paid. The dude last year had how many home runs? 36? Drove in over 100 runs? 27 stolen bases? Like While being the only offensive threat yes. consistently on that team where pitchers weren't even pitching to him. And, and you can't figure out how to get a deal done? The Cleveland Guardians are saying, we're not sure if we... They're not we're motivated not, to get a deal done. But, that's, that's the difference. 
They're not right. motivated. That's the problem with Major League. We talk all the time about the issues with Major League Baseball. Got to speed up the game. And that's true. You do. You got to find ways to make this thing not drag on four hours every other day. But the other problem with it is when you have a team literally changing their name. If anyone's looking for an identity and a guy that you can say, well, we don't know much about else about this team, but we know this guy's going to be there. It would be the Guardians and it would be with Jose Ramirez. The landscape has changed to the point where it used to be if you had prolonged stretches where your fans were so pissed off they stopped showing up at the ballpark, you were screwed. Right. Oh, yeah, right. You were screwed. Now these owners don't care. Because they could have zero people show up to the ballpark. They're still making money on their investment in this club. Yes, I'm sure if they showed you their books year to year, they're not making any money. But they don't care. (laughs) The Dolan family has made so much money on the Guardian slash Indians since they made this purchase. They don't care if anybody shows up. They don't care. I'll tell you what, those tarps in the upper deck are a lot cheaper than paying someone to stand there and watch the game for four hours. You're absolutely right. I I mean, I'm saying sunk cost, having to pay that person every single day. The tarps are a one-time cost, and then that's it. They're in there forever, so you're right. They'd much rather have lower attendance because it's not what affects their bottom line. By the way, we're talking about the A's paying $33 million. They're not the only team like that. The the Guardians are in that $30 million range. Yep. The Pirates are there. The Baltimore Orioles have a payroll of $31.7 million. For comparison purposes, Max Scherzer is making $43 million this season by himself. Incredible, right? Incredible that this is allowed to even be the way baseball's finances are. It, in a, if you want to talk about problems in baseball, that is... One or one A is that issue right there. If you've missed anything from the first three hours of the program, two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident on I-71 southbound before North Broadway. It is blocking the right lane. Traffic is stop and go from Cook Road in this area. This is an injury crash with emergency crews on scene. Please be very careful as traffic continues to build. Traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real about flavor and freshness at your local Fresh Time Market. This week's save on grass-fed ground beef, just $3.99 a pound, now through April 5th. Fresh Time Market. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. This is Common Man and T-Bone. The segment that's not a segment, yikes, is coming up at 534. You just heard Paul Keels talking about it. Jackets time tonight against the Bruins. Coverage starts 630. Catch all the action right here on the fan. Larson is back at it today. Wierenski is back at it today. Pascal Vincent, who was acting as the head coach, he has entered virus protocol. Oh, well, there you go. So he's dead. Uh, look, you know, Rimmer was talking about this last week, and it seems like this is something that just comes up all the time when we talk about this team not being very good. Yeah. It's, uh, well, they've, they've, uh, they've exceeded expectations this year. Have they? I mean, you can make a case they exceeded expectations for the first 20 games of the season, but if you were to ask me before the season what I thought this hockey team was, I'd say, well, 
I think they're a marginal 500 team that is probably going to be 15 points out of a playoff spot. And here we sit on April 4th, a marginal 500 team that's 15 points out of a playoff spot. This narrative somehow that, oh, well, they've just, they've exceeded our expectations. I don't know where that comes from. Well, another way you could measure that too is were the Jackets going to be, before the season started, were the Jackets going to be buyers or sellers at the trade deadline? Everyone would have said sellers. And what were they? Despite not getting a ton they, back because they, they were sellers. They didn't have much to sell. Right, exactly. But they, they were not actively able to, they were not looking to and they should not have tried to go out and acquire like big name talent to make a run at the playoffs and thankfully they did not because it, it wouldn't have made sense to. So, yeah, I, I think they overachieved. No, I think they achieved. They they they, they did what we, what we thought they were yeah, going to do. They were a, a middling team that, yeah, you could say start of the year played really well. Then they played a lot worse. No, than they, they, they should didn't have. play a lot worse. They gave up. Well, they played absolutely <laughs> terrible. Right, and now what has happened? That's evened out to being the team they are, which is yeah. a young bunch that still has a lot to figure out, some good pieces there, but you got a lot to work on. This is what I expected to see all season long. A team that's not necessarily good enough to beat the really good teams in this league, but is good enough to beat the Ottawas and the Buffaloes of the world every single time you play them. Yeah, I guess you if you want to say, well, there's been injuries, yeah, well, welcome to well, hockey. I, 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 I don't understand this that. This team's not deep enough to sustain the type of injuries that yeah. most teams can expect to have that's, in an NHL season. That's another problem, is right. it not? And that's okay, by the way. Like, that's part of a rebuild. I'm not I'm not mad about it, but I also, I, I agree with you. I don't think everything the Blue Jackets does, uh, what? That too. Everything the Blue Jackets do, I don't think has to be put in the specter of, can you believe They've done so much. No, I, I don't think yeah, I can. I can believe exactly what they've done this year. They've been a professional hockey team that's in the midst of a rebuild and looked like it for large stretches of this season. Yeah, I can definitely believe that. 6.30 tonight. Catch all the action right here on The Fan. Rundown. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mr. Rooter Plumbing. Call Mr. Rooter. They'll be there quick. Kansas and North Carolina. For the title tonight. If you want to listen to that, we will have it for you on 1460 ESPN and the fans HD2. I asked you this question to start the show. And even throughout the show, I've tried to been think of I'm trying to think of something else like this, and I can't. Where the build-up to the thing is more popular than the thing. Where we've got first couple days, even first couple weekends of the tournament. I don't think the national championship game eclipses the popularity of the beginning of this tournament. I, I agree with you on that. I mean, for sure, this NCAA tournament, everybody filling out their brackets and being in all the bracket pools and all the different things that go along with that, that's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a very enjoyable thing. It gets people into the sport who otherwise don't watch it, and I always think that's good. But by the time you get here, brackets are all done. You either know you you pretty much if you're one of the three people left in your pool of yeah, you either want a million dollars or you haven't at this <laughs> right. point or you're pretty much like ah okay I guess it, that was fun until it wasn't but now we're back to the people who really care about basketball and or who are just interested in watching a championship game that's what you're going to have tonight and I don't think that's bad the only thing I could even come up with and it's not even from the world of sports that might have the build up being more exciting than the actual finale what and I don't even think this is real but I'll, I'll throw it out there like the talent shows the american idols those type of things where you get to watch 
the William Hungs. That is a pe- good point. You get However, to watch the people go screw that up. That doesn't exist anymore because we can't we can't make fun of screw up guy anymore. I know. All right, everything's got to be a feel good sob story all the time. We can't have someone who's terrible and just mock that person. That right. doesn't exist in twenty twenty two. Right, but I I feel like even with the feel good stories, right. The first time you find out if you're watching one of those talent shows and this person who you're like, what is this person going to do? And then they do something unexpected and they show you this crazy talent. There's nothing that replaces that first time they do it. Because then on all the subsequent shows where it's like, hey, remember this guy? He was homeless. But listen to him sing. And you're like, well, now I'm now he's the singer. Yeah. Now he's not the homeless guy that we never knew that American could do Idol. This. I think it was the British version, or was it X Factor or something, when that Susan Boyle yeah, came out for the first exactly time. Right. She, she looked like the pigeon lady from Home Alone 2, <laughs> and she <laughs> came out there and just belted it out. Yeah, that's I'm saying you can't replicate that because the next time she comes out, it's like, oh, this is the lady who can sing like crazy. Yeah. You wouldn't expect it, but she can, but we know that. Maybe that's the only thing that's comparable to how the NCAA tournament, the buildup is more than the end of it. What happened to Susan Boyle? What's she doing? She just made millions of dollars singing records and goes around the Is world singing. Is she still singing. there singing? I think she's, well, I think she's made a lot of money singing. I don't know what she still does, but I'm guessing she st- still does concerts and stuff like All that. Right, yeah. Teddy, Teddy will look her up. Yeah. Thad Mata is the new slash old head coach at Butler. Took five years off. You know, he had the gig with Indiana where he was sort of supervising their basketball program, but low pressure, didn't have to travel a bunch. I'm sure made some cash. Now he's living across the street from Butler. His daughter goes there and he decided, what the hell? The job's open. I'll become the basketball coach. And it may work out swimmingly, right? He may, you know, continue the tradition of winning 24, 25 games a, a year and wreaking havoc once in a while in the tournament. Or perhaps some of the same problems that plagued Thad Mata his last couple years at Ohio State are still a problem at Butler. I have no idea. Here's what drives me crazy. I hate the either-or scenario where you either have to be all-in on Thad Mata or all-in on Chris Holtman. I don't get why both things can't exist. Because I saw tons of Buckeye fans tweeting about this this weekend. Oh, we wish we never got rid of Thad Mata because now Chris Holtman can't win any games in the tournament. Both things can be true. Thad Mata built up this program to a point where even he could not sustain it every single year. They were not going to tournaments. They were not living up to expectations. And it was time to go. What can also be true is that Chris Holtman is not living up to expectations during the season, in the big dance, not winning as many games as you'd like, this team being inconsistent for large stretches of the season, even though they have the talent not to be. Both those things can be true without Buckeye fans saying, I wish we never fired Thad Mata. No, perhaps you fire Thad Mata and you also hold your new coach to account. Well, and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with both of those thoughts existing, right? Thad ultimately, I don't think, was a bad basketball coach. I think he's a great basketball coach. But there comes a point in any career where you have to acknowledge everyone involved, is this working or not? There were lots of reasons why I wasn't working with Thad, right? He had the Legit debilitating back issues that are nothing to dismiss, right? That's That was a problem. But I don't think that's the only reason he no longer was able to continue. It had a lot to do with the fact that maybe because of some of those issues, he wasn't able to get as many good recruits here. Could also be because of the dirtiness of the sport at the time, and he wasn't participating in that, and good for him. There were lots of reasons why this program wasn't where it needed to be at the end of his tenure, but 
I really don't think there were a lot of people who, at the time who thought it wasn't a good idea for all parties to move on. And that's what happened. Now, Holtman getting the job done, it is a separate issue. But if you think, Mike, that no one's going to bring that up, over, let's say two years from now, Thad's got Butler as a five seed in the tournament, and they're a legit top 25 team and all those other things, and Holtman is struggling to get into the tournament with the Buckeyes because they're just getting beat up left and right in the Big Ten. Do, are people going to notice that? Absolutely they are. Would it be the right idea to go call up Thad Modden to try to get him to come back to Ohio State? I don't know about that. No, I, and look, I'm not saying that we shouldn't criticize Chris Holtman, that we shouldn't have expectations for this program. But if Chris Holtman fails, it has nothing to do with the firing of Thad Mata five years no, ago. No, no. Nothing. I agree with you on that. And I, I think ultimately what you're going to see from, from both these coaches is they have to go about it a very different way. Thad's not going to recruit the same way when he was at Ohio State. It's a different... I mean, he built a lot of this program that you have now where... You have these great facilities. You have a lot of this stuff that everyone can come in and see. But also, he knows at Butler, there's going to be a different appeal for getting guys to come play there. You know, but both those guys are going to have to use the transfer portal. They're going to have to nail it in there, keeping the guys in state that they can. There are lots of different reasons why both those men can be successful in their jobs. But yeah, to start ultimately comparing those two, it's inevitable it's going to happen. It just doesn't have to. You know, I almost went to Butler. How how was that? I, I I went and visited there. I didn't know you took yeah, a visit. Yeah, I did. I took a visit, and then I decided to not apply or go to college. So, <laughs> almost going to Butler means I went there and toured the campus. Yeah. Lovely campus, from what I've heard. Very very nice. I Urban like it. care. It's it's right there in Indianapolis. Not big. I like small. You I got, like to feel cozy. You got Hinkle. You got the field house. How there? many undergrads at Butler? I don't know. I'm going to say less than 2,500. I'll have to look that up. I did look up Susan Boyle's career. It right, uh, looks like one. she hasn't gone on tour since 2019, but uh, I don't know if that's... Well, that is might, she dead? No, that just might be because nobody went on tour for like a couple years because okay. of pandemic. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's anything else after that, but yeah, she was, says she was gearing up for a big world tour in 2019. Teddy? Butler's enrollment is just over 50, about 5,100, I guess it is. Oh, so, okay. 5,100? Undergrads? Yeah. Okay. A little bigger than you thought. Yeah. It's all right, though. Susan you know, Boyle, you were talking about her, that yeah, she you know, she is a type 2 diabetic. And oh, so okay. they told her, her doctor told her to basically just isolate yourself during this pandemic. Oh, okay. okay. So well, there you go. She did right. get vaccinated and expects to be out touring soon. All right. Okay. So it's not that no one wants to hear her. It's that she's got reason to stay in and not tour and good for her. All right. Let her live. Oh, Common man mind. and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mr. Rooter Plumbing. Call Mr. Rooter. They'll be there quick. Gonna un- unclog that poo drain is what they're gonna do. Hmm? Oh, had, that had, right. had one this weekend. Gotcha. Yeah, take to no more than two it? weeks without one of the women in my house clogging the toilet. <laughs> is, <laughs> but you just plunge that out and it's fine, right? You Most of the time. Okay. Sometimes you get some of those bricks in there. Hmm. I'm sure they're glad you share. I'm sure they're thrilled. Hey, they like those checks in the mailbox. <laughs> Why do you have to tell people that? I have no other skills, honey. This is how I make my living. <laughs> it's by air in the family's dirty laundry on a right? radio station. Someone's got to take a couple hits because it keeps the mortgage paid. That's the way it goes. <laughs> Paul Feinbaum is screwing with the hillbillies. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident blocking the right lane of I-71 southbound before North Broadway. Traffic is stop and go from Cook Road in this area. Emergency crews remain on scene. Please be very careful and plan on some heavy backups. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options so the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your best and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. Back to Man and Bone. So I saw this. Paul Feinbaum, of course, is the Pied Piper of the Hillbillies. We have played many sound bites from his show where the Hillbillies take center stage. He took a call. This was on Friday. And some guy really wanted to know how he was doing. Now, in fairness, Paul Feinbaum doesn't help him out by saying, I can hear you. Go ahead. Mm. Just take a listen. Let's uh, check in with Tom, who is up next. Uh, hello, Tom. Hey, Paul. How you doing? Tom. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Tom. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Tom. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Tom. Now, what is happening there? Here's what's happening. This is also broadcast on television. So Paul Feinbaum, when he's saying Tom, he's like nodding and acknowledging that he hears you. So this is his way of going... I'm fine. Go ahead. Yes. But this guy, who's probably not watching on a screen, yeah, just hears him going, Tom, Tom, and he's probably thinking, he can't hear me. Yeah. I don't understand why. I like Guys like Paul Feinbaum, I am sure he's one of those people that when like a kid comes up to him is like, can I have uh, this or that? And he's like, I don't know. Can you? And it's like, yeah, okay, may I please have this? I know you want the right response, and I understand that. We've all maybe had that moment where we're like, that's not technically correct. Just help the guy out and say, all right, what do you want? Go ahead. I can hear you. Go ahead. Like, but did that, was that good radio that he was making there? Or was he just kind of being a, we, I don't know. We played it. No, we played it because it was awkward. Because we're awkward. At some point, I just don't like being awkward. Try as I might. <laughs> well, three I hours, buddy. I know, but I try not to be. As awkward as you hear me being, think about how awkward I could be if I wasn't trying to at least be somewhat normal. I have some more Paul Feinbaum in here. I don't, right. rem- I don't remember some of them. So All right, we'll play them and see what Let's listen to this on. one, see if it's any good. It just says, Paul Feinbaum heart attack. I don't know what this means. Okay. Smokey is next. Hey, Smokey. Paul. Oh, hey. You're, in, you're not believing this. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. First, I got to get a witness. Hold on. Tell her where you are. Is Paul? I'm a nurse at ER at Trinity. 
Okay, you, I, I'm I'm speaking to a nurse right now at Trinity Hospital, right? I'm in. I'm getting an EKG. They said said I've had a heart attack. Paul, I love your show. I copy your show. You know what I'm saying? I love all your listeners. I'll end up being your best caller. So, Smokey, right. are you telling me that you're, you're listening to the show while you're having a heart attack? Yes, sir, I am. That's stupid. I know. No, no. <laughs> yes, sir. They told me I got to hang up the phone, Paul. So you're oh, oh, before. Hold my. on, before you hang up, you're in the ER right now at Trinity Hospital. You've had a heart attack. You're in the ER getting an EKG, but you're calling us but because I love you, Paul. Oh and I've, I've went through three batteries trying to call you. Oh, now, are, are, were, how did you get to the hospital? I drove myself. And you and you're pretty sure you had a heart attack. I've already had five bypasses and two stents. I know I've had a heart attack. Good okay, Lord. but you wanted to call us while while this is going on. It's kind of a, a death wish. Well, I'm glad you did, and certainly, Smokey, we wish I you love well. You. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So much to unpack from that. <laughs> go, we can, ahead. go ahead. First number one, Paul Feinbaum wanted oh, that. Paul Feinbaum wanted that man to die. Because he was like, hey, yeah, man, he knows it's good radio. He's like, I know you're dying. I you have a heart attack. Here, huh? I'm going to keep you on and just ask you things that we all clearly understand. As Meanwhile, there's like a, I'm sure a well-meaning person behind him going, get off the phone, sir. You're having a heart attack. We need to do things to stop this from happening. Also, how do you get through on Paul Feinbaum? I don't care. How long was this heart attack? Because if you've never called a national radio show like that, or you've never tried to get on, they don't just pipe you through it might be two hours before you actually get on the air well, maybe he said to the screener i'm having a heart attack make this quick i <laughs> and he put the nurse on the phone for the call screener right meanwhile there's some guy who's been sitting there for two hours like i gotta wait for heart attack guy mm-hmm. i got a hot take about the razorbacks also if you're going to, this guy wanted to make sure that paul feinbaum knew exactly what hospital because he multiple times like, so you're at the hospital, he's like, Trinity Hospital. And it's like, why are you, you went to social security number two? Why are you putting that out there? Why wouldn't you just say, yes, I'm at a real hospital. I'm not going to say where. Because you know there's someone crazy enough listening to that show to drive over there and be like, Roll Tide! Or whatever <laughs> team he's against. They're going to show up and be like, let's put him in the grave. Here's another one. I don't know what this one is either. What, uh, <laughs> on an average summer night, a hot August night, which was a pretty good record many years ago, um, how uh, how many Bud Lights would you would you would you grab and throw down? And talking about football night, you know, like on Saturday night. Well, whatever. Do you tell it's, me? It's, yeah, football night, man. That's when I knock them out. I know it sounds stupid. People go, "Well, you could drink." I don't give a rat butt what they think. I knock out twenty four, twenty five a football game pretty easy. So, so two weeks from now, when good. Alabama plays Miami, uh, start to finish, uh, you you could consume as many as twenty five Bud Lights. Sure, Paul. Come on, man. Could somebody do the math for me? Uh, how many how many ounces are in a Bud Light? Twelve. Twelve. Would somebody twenty five times twelve? Does anybody have a calculator? <laughs> a good I radio. went to Woodlaw. So, so Larry, you're telling us I went to Woodlaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the like, hell Woodlaw is, I don't know. but you sound like you didn't finish the second grade. Oh, uh, 
Good news, though. This they is let, the South! They let that guy... No, it's not the South. This That's, is the South! It's not all the South. Some of the South is like oh that. Oh, my God. Some of the South has normal people in it. Oh, they're pumping this stuff out into space. Aliens are listening to this right now. I mean, that is the thing, though, right? Like, I, I don't picture... You know, because people will say, why do, like, Europeans or whatever other part of the world you want to go to think they're so superior to Americans or whatever? It's like, I'm not saying all that's fair, right? Go to Paris. There's a few people that have elevated opinions of themselves. Probably not accurate. I'm sure there's some Paul Feinbaum soccer host in, in Hillbilly, sure, France that's sure. having the same conversations, but I'm hearing this guy that's, right now. That's what I'm saying is the people in the other country that are like, we are so more well-educated than the Americans. It's not because they've heard educated American song. It's because they got that. They're like, oh, man, oh, football night. You talking about on football night? I drink 24, 25 beers. How many ounces is that? I don't know what an ounce is. Uh, you know, game starts at 2.30, whatever time you go to bed. You will have consumed, is that right, 300, Mark? Is that right? 300 yeah. ounces of beer? Yeah, man, you're only talking about. Larry, Larry I don't want to sound like a that urologist here, but uh, that that's going to be a busy after. That's going to be a busy night, is it not? Yeah, that's two man, and a half gallons busy. of yeah. uh, beer. What's the difference, Paul? I just piss my pants and beat my wife. <laughs> Bama better win the game. He's gonna get a black eye. Twenty. I 20, went to Woodlawn. Twenty. Twenty-four beers. And let's say, let's be generous and say four hours. For a college football well, game. Well, yeah, he's not talking about the whole day. No, four He's talking hours. about during a game. So that'd be six an hour, and my math tells me that's one every ten minutes for four straight hours. I like how he's doing Bud Light, too, because he's concerned about calories. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? I'm not going to do regular Budweiser. That's crazy. Imagine if the guy was drinking, like, stouts at that rate. I mean, then I'd be, I guess, more impressed, but... It's all it's all just awful. All right, someone who's had 24 beers in this shift. It's traffic time with Leanna Ray. Yikes is next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. You drive me to drink. Watch out for an accident blocking the right lane of I-71 southbound before North Broadway. Traffic is stop and go from Morse Road in this area. Plan about a 10-minute slowdown as things continue to build. Emergency crews remain on scene. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-done payments and flexible payment options for the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Listen to this show or go to hell. This is Man and Bone. Jackets time tonight on The Fan. Jackets and Bruins. Coverage starts 6.30. Puck drops 7 o'clock. Catch all the action right here on The Fan. If you'd like to listen to Kansas and North Carolina. We're going to have that on 1460 ESPN and the fans HD2. Boner, are you ready for some yikes? Let's do it. All right, here we go. Admittedly, 
women's basketball, not my strong suit. No, I cannot tell you what my strong suit is. But I've read countless articles this season about what a disaster it was for Gino Ariema and UConn basketball. What has happened to this once proud coach and institution? When it was all said and done, they had to settle for a two seed and runner up for the championship. Now, I'm not saying internally that should not be a disappointment. Gino's goal every single season is to be the best. I get it. But maybe this speaks to how great that program has been over the years. He's won 11 national titles. Six of those seasons, UConn didn't lose a single game. Think about that for a second. So maybe just finishing second does deserve a yikes. Uh, My first yikes is going to go to Duke basketball. Oh, it stinks to see them lose and go out of this tournament in the final four. But you know what really stinks to me? is how the national uproar over handshake lines and should we have them or should we not have them, that whole dialogue got run into the ground a few weeks ago or months ago, whenever it was that that all happened with Juwan Howard in Michigan. Now you have Coach K in his final game ever get knocked out of the tournament by the hated rivals from North Carolina. And what happens? All of his assistant coaches and most of his players didn't come out to shake hands Against UNC. This is going back to some perceived slight that dates back to the time they visited Chapel Hill earlier this year. What a bunch of spoiled, entitled brats. That's why everybody hates Duke. And I'm glad to see you're all out. But what a terrible display of sportsmanship. Yikes. All right, the transfer portal has hit the LSU basketball team hard this offseason. They had to fire their head coach, of course, uh, Will Wade. He had multiple level one recruiting violations. This has led to several players leaving the program. In fact, 11 players have entered the portal, which means there are now zero players remaining from this year's team. With sanctions on the way, good luck to new coach Matt McMahon and yikes. Researchers are studying recordings made by microphones on NASA's Perseverance rover found that sound travels much slower on Mars than it does on Earth. Using recorded sounds generated by the rover, like shock waves from the rover's laser that was used to cut rocks, and flight sounds from the Ingenuity helicopter, the researchers were able to compare the Martian sounds to Earth sounds. They determined that sound travels 100 meters per second slower on Mars than on Earth. Also, researchers realized there are two speeds of sound on Mars, one for high-pitched sounds and one for low-pitched sounds. This would make it very difficult for two people standing only five meters apart to have a conversation. I found this very interesting, and yikes. Uh, The Lakers have been a disaster this year. There are four games left in the NBA season for this current Lakers squad. They are two games out of the final play-in spot. Let's be clear about what that means. They're not in the normal eight-team playoffs that you would have in previous years. No, now we have a four-team play-in for the final two spots, right? So that means seven, eight, nine, and ten all are in this play-in tourney. Well, the Lakers aren't a part of that because they're 11th in the West right now. With four games left, they are two spots out of that final play-in game, and that is behind the Spurs, who are in complete rebuild mode, other than having a nice young star in Deontay Murray, the Pelicans, who've been without Zion Williamson all season long, and the Clippers, who haven't had Kawhi Leonard all year and have been without Paul George for a large portion of the season. That is a major and ridiculous yikes for this Lakers team. Tonight we have North Carolina and Kansas facing off for the national title and championship. 
One thing these two teams have in common is that they both faced Kentucky early in the season. Kentucky beat North Carolina on a neutral court by 29 points, and they beat Kansas by 18 at Kansas. So these two teams have lost by a combined 47 points to Kentucky, which lost in the first round to St. Peter's. Kentucky basketball choking gets a big yikes. Shogo Akiyama, Teddy's guy, has been told by the Reds he will not make the opening day roster. In Japan, he was a thing. With the Reds, not so much. He signed a three-year deal worth $21 million in January of 2020. Let's also keep in mind he is an outfielder, not a light-hitting shortstop from 1981. He played in 54 of the 60 games during the strike-shortened, not strike-shortened, pandemic-shortened 2020 season. Some of that was late-game duty, so I'll simplify it and tell you, Ada, he had 183 plate appearances. He drove in nine runs. Nine. Yikes. Last year, oddly enough, also had 183 plate appearances. He drove in 12 runs. So... That is 21 RBI and zero home runs for an outfielder. Celebrate each of those runs you drove in, Shogo, because you made a million dollars for each of them. Yikes. Um, If I were going to prank someone virally, I don't think the person I would pick would be OJ Simpson. But in a viral video that has made the rounds on TikTok, a group of women rolled into OJ's hotel room. At 1 a.m. That's something I think you should do, man. They knocked on the door. Well, they didn't knock. They had access to the room. They got into the room somehow. Someone is videotaping this. A man's voice is heard on the, the phone as they're videoing this. And they're saying, let's wake up OJ. This will be hilarious. <laughs> it's been pointed out by TMZ that one of the women, either just by happenstance or this was planned, is a dead ringer for Nicole Brown Simpson. She looks almost identical to Nicole Brown Simpson. And... The point of the video apparently was to prank OJ with someone who looks like his former dead wife. I don't know why anyone thought any of that is a good idea, but all of it, all of it gets a yikes. I love how he's just turned into this cartoon character. Let's put aside the fact that he's a double murderer. Well, right. He's just a cartoon character. Like all that's bad. And then, hey, whatever you think of happened in that situation, let's. Pretend this lady who looks like his former wife, let's pretend she's back and let's have that on video. Why would you think any of that's a good idea? I don't know. This former football player that probably has CTE out the yin-yang, too, just wakes up in the middle of the night and sees who he thinks is probably his alive ex-wife. Right. And uh, they showed the video of this and he's laying in the bed and he wakes up. Uh, surprisingly normal reaction, I will give him whatever little of credit he deserves (laughs) for it, is that he woke up and was like, what? Ah, oh, hey, how's it going? That's how you know he's crazy. Yeah, I guess, because otherwise you would just, uh, that would panic any, I don't know what, that's all yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Hit it a million times. It's awful. All right, Teddy. The Sacramento Kings were just eliminated from the playoffs and will miss the postseason for the 16th straight season, which is the longest streak in NBA history. Yikes. We've mentioned recently that the Mariners have the uh, current MLB record at 20 seasons and counting without making the postseason. Yikes. The Jets have the NFL's current longest playoff drought at 11 seasons. Yikes. And the Buffalo Sabres have the NHL's current longest drought at 10, which will soon be 11. Yikes. Sabres. Hmm. 
Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Still watching a serious accident on 270 southbound after I-70. Traffic is stop and go in this area. About a 10-minute backup over here. And an accident blocking the right lane of 71 southbound before North Broadway. Traffic is still bumper to bumper here as well. Please keep an eye out for the emergency crews on scene. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lesset. Lesset and Panera Bread congratulate member of the week, Norman Kennedy with local 1015 Canton. Norman is a 21-year member working at Tim Ken Plan for R.J. Smith. Build Ohio right, build it union. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming... I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show, coming up at the top of the hour, the fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Bone man together again. You have your Kansas pullover on today. Yes, I do. I know you appreciate that. A grown man wearing a hey, 20-year-old shooting that's shirt. All right. hey, man, your your team is playing in the national championship today. Yeah, it's a good deal. I will, al- I will allow this. You can wear your gear. When your team's playing in the national championship yeah, game. I, I think I'm in the clear and I'm following a rule. You won't see me wear this again on a random day. I've, I've been wearing Well, you should more... wear something tomorrow if they win. Celebrate the victory? Yeah. Shall I just wear my Kirk Heinrich jersey with nothing on underneath? Why not? I hope you do. Arms they, hanging out and everything. You know what? Yes. If they win a national championship, Timmy, what are we talking about? Yes, enjoy yourself. Have fun. In fact, wear the shorts too because I know you got them. With Actually, the big, I with the big flood shorts too that are real like full and out there because they were wearing the, the baggy shorts back then. Yeah, yeah the mid two thousands, very baggy shorts. I don't actually have a pair of Jayhawk shorts currently. And when we did that silly little video where I wore three levels of Kansas gear, as you know, they made it to the final four, and we put that on the Twitter account. I had the the shooting shirts. This is the second level. There is the long snaps shirt that's more like a jacket but it's what they would run out of the tunnel and i need the pants to go with that the tear away pants would be something that would be a nice touch but i can't get my hands on them i can't find them anywhere they don't make them anymore hmm. interesting have you ebayed it i did ebay it and i saw a couple of pairs that were double xl and that was it well you so know two what pairs up there work a little harder <laughs> get up Sorry. to double xl but then the top won't fit me well, then I got a fair, problem there. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. I'll look like an idiot up top, but I'll have pants that fit me, and I'll be snug as a bug. All right, what do you think is going to happen tonight? You know, Kansas fans won't want to hear my take on it, but I'm always pessimistic with this. And I also think Carolina's a good enough team. These teams could play ten times, and it could be five and five at the end of it with what they have in the front court with Baycott and the way he dominates on the glass – 
came back from that ankle injury in the final two minutes. That was impressive. Manic has been big for them. And they have the guy who's sort of taken over this tournament with Caleb Love. And the way that he's been making shots and how he sparked that 13-0 run in the beginning of the second half, he's putting on a Steph Curry-type show. Abaji has been all well and good in his last two games. But Kansas really hasn't had anything that's looked or felt like what Caleb Love is doing for Carolina. And I'm just nervous about that fact being a Kansas fan. Do you feel like they can widen the gap tonight? Do you feel like Caleb Love has that moment where he comes, not that he comes back down to earth, but he has his ups and downs. He is extremely up right now. He's Dwayne Washington esque. Right. Like that. But if he has one of those like three for 16 type of nights. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's what it comes down to. possible with that guy. Right. So. That's what it comes down to in games like this. They're both really good teams. It's 40 minutes of basketball. It could be foul trouble. It could be a guy going cold or a guy getting hot in the three-point line, right? But they both are built on their starters. Not a whole lot of depth for either one of these squads. If you want to listen to Kansas and North Carolina tonight, we will have it for you on 1460 ESPN and the fans HD2. Back page. <laughs> The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, I saw this last week and was not here to talk about it. Thought I'd bring it to your guys' attention. DK Metcalf, one of the all-time great physiques we've ever seen in sports. The dude is ripped. Look at him. him. Yeah, I mean. He's vascular. Vince McMahon would have him signed up to. Just headline WrestleMania tomorrow, even though WrestleMania was last night. But anyway. It's three nights. Yeah. <laughs> well, Perfection. Tonight. Yeah, they've got WrestleMania, the Raw after WrestleMania. Got to watch. Anyway, DK Metcalf was talking with Kevin Garnett on a recent episode of KG Certified. And Kevin Garnett did the thing that you're not really supposed to do when you're doing interviews, which is talk about blank. Right? It's kind of a weird way to ask a question. But he said, <laughs> talk about how important nutrition is. Because... I'm guessing Kevin Garnett, like most of us, said, well, look at DK Metcalf. Look at him. He's so big and strong, and you would think nutrition, this guy's probably got protein shakes and chicken and rice and all that stuff. what a body. And instead, he said, well, I hate to break it to you. Probably not the guy to talk to about nutrition. He said uh, he eats a single meal over the course of a day, likes to drink coffee in the mornings, uh, and then a few bags of gummy candy. That is what he eats in a day. One meal. One meal and then coffee. Gummy candy. Gummy candy the rest of the day. What's his gummy candy of choice, does it say? Uh, I want to say that he, he liked, I forget which candies he said specifically, but he said it was all gummy candy, like the worms and stuff like that. But he mm. said, I eat like three to four bags of candy. Bags. It would have given me joy if he's a big gummy cola bottle guy. That's what I like. I forgot about the gummy cola bottles. Those are still get those now. I'm thinking about the wax, the wax cola. No, 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 no. Terrible. Yeah, gummy cola bottles. Thumbs up. And I would bite off the top and pretend like I was drinking it before popping the rest in my mouth. That's that sounds about. I like the trolleys. What are those? Trolleys? Oh, that's yeah. yes, yes, yes. They're like, are they worms? Yeah, and they're, they're like, yeah, like worms. Sour, just weird shape, weird shape sour, things, right? Sour, sour worms. worms. Yeah. yeah, those are pretty good. I agree with that. Uh, in a Florida photo is making the rounds of an alligator with a football in its mouth. This was at the Big Cypress National Preserve in South Florida. Uh, Sandra Raymond Harrison posted the photo to a Facebook group, Alligators of Florida, earlier this month. The image sparked some debate whether viewers of whether it was trying to eat it or if it was just stuck in the alligator's mouth. I assume it was trying to eat it. But yeah, there you go, Tim. A nice little picture there for you of the alligator with the football. You know somewhere 
out there, somebody is pleasuring themselves to alligatorsofflorida.com. Oh, without a doubt. There's someone with a gator fetish. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, get that football in your mouth. <laughs> gator. No, no, that's the that's the line. No, there's no, no Alli- Tim. I draw the that's line no, Tim. alligator fetish. Tim, that's, that's the way it works. That's not anywhere on Pornhub. Thing, nothing the, about the alligator. Tim, the thing you think is weird, there Somebody is a subculture. Somebody else is into it. I know, into I know it. that. There's a subculture dedicated to it, I guarantee yeah. you. Give me the death spiral, alligator. <laughs> Bite Chubb's hand off. Bite it off hard. Wow. Good call. That's right. (laughs) Got to water those tulips. Oh, there we go. Buckeye Show's next. Jackets time 630. We'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident. Still blocking the right lane of I-71 southbound before North Broadway. It is taking quite some time to get this one clear. Emergency crews remain on scene. Traffic is stop and go from Morse Road. Please be very careful in this area. This traffic report is sponsored by RumpkeCareers.com. Rumpke is family-owned and operated and growing in your area. Now hiring new and seasoned vehicle maintenance technicians. Rumpke offers pay based on experience, shift differentials, paid training, benefits packages, paid vacation, and more. Apply at RumpkeCareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I too would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now. Yeah. For almost 20 years. It's called amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills. Like, my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe. I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, you're, I, I too shave, like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on should. it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No. You I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. 
Thanks. Thanks. You would. You would look like a total clan member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just stop What am I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, there are other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have, like, shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. That shave it back down, but the the cue ball polished dome thing that's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn but you're you, saying i i think you're people saying get the wrong impression you would accuse me of it even though you know me and know i would never do right. something like that i that's, know i know i've known you the, for years that's bad but i would just yell well, racist at you and run away well, i'm glad i don't shave my head all the way down then is it okay where it is now because well, i just fine want, now okay good i yeah, just want to make sure like every other fat soccer loving yes, guy good. Right I, now. Don't, <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate so good all right A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something.